Matt had responded to me earlier, like, I guess I should have responded back to your your message about the directions for the podcast. And I was like, well, uh, I assumed that, I guess if, if you hadn't, <laughs> it would have been Jason. <laughs> <that time. laughs> you know, what's funny, Dave, is, is the, the email was so formal, I thought maybe it was auto-generated from, from Mumble. <laughs> well, yeah. I it's mean, the it Oracle. Is, the Oracle puts it together. That's for right. Us. Uh, we're, we're, yeah, we don't, we don't send out emails, but uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, the Oracle. I mean, it's, it's maybe a formatted email. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying uh, every single email we send out from the podcast is is personally curated for that particular guest. <laughs> in, in fact, sometimes the name doesn't even change. Oh, that's a lie. No, <laughs> I do. I, I mean, the Oracle tries to do that every single time. I know the volume you guys are dealing with that, you know, it's hard. To <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, let me, so let's record here. Let me start recording also. Multi-channels. Matt, do you want to record in down mix? Um, I know what half of that comment means. You hit the button and then you just do down mix. Ah, that got it. Down mix. On it. Okay. Because that way we'll have nice. Just in case. Yeah, we'll have different channels. So it would be good. Uh, yeah. So we're recording. We ready to start it up? I, I would like okay. it. On, I would like it on record that there. Are, are no audio issues in the podcast and I want. I know this is why it's going to be so like quick. that recorded. Usually Jason and I get to warm up for about 10 15 minutes <laughs> talking to each other. Catch up. How's the family? <laughs> All right, so this is the Advanced After Combat podcast. This is a podcast uh, that that you know it's tangential to to wargaming. Uh, we we touch upon some wargaming issues. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by m- myself, Dave, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello, and a guest host. Do we select or well by we I mean the Oracle and the logarithm that uh, decides who's it going to be. One person from our uh, BGG guild uh, gets selected, and that person today is Matt. Hi. Welcome. Yeah, it's good to be here. Hard to believe uh, it's been this long, and I haven't been on. <laughs> Everyone I've told, Matt's going to be on the podcast. They're like, is this the first time? Yeah, somehow <laughs> this is the first time. <laughs> I uh, may have been dodging it up until this point. And, and some of them I'm just like, I could have been drunk. Like I've sometimes asked Jason, has this person been on? He's been like, yeah, he's been on like three times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm no duck, right? I can't be a repeat guest just yet, but I don't, I don't remember. I just have notes. Wow. Mm, Brilliant. Is that that your, your back pocket notebook notes? No, it's, it's a Google sheet. Oh, okay. That's where we're at now. Back in 2013, it was a little back it was. pocket swamp ass, <laughs> swamp ass <laughs> Arizona notebook. <laughs> oh, I hear that. So, uh, Matt, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Um, I mean, we are recording, and it's sure. going to be public. <laughs> There's going to be thousands. So don't thousands go into Thousands of people. Don't dive right thousands. into my kinks. Oh. We're going literally right off the bat. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, duck, I mean, stop listening right there. We we know you're a bear. After <laughs> that, let's move on. After that, <laughs> I am. I am a bear. 
that's what I would identify with if that was my community. That's right. Um, I don't know. I mean, what else to say? Uh, Give us your origin. Yeah, how'd you get how'd you get started in war games? Ah, that's great. So, always been a always been a history buff. Um, kicked around being a history teacher for a while, but but never went money. that route. Money. Um, money. Yeah, well, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Parents. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> what I was doing was always a bit more lucrative, so I ended up continuing down that path. Um, I got interested in war games. And Matt, you're you're a veteran, right? Yes. Yep. So. United States Navy, uh, ninety two to ninety eight on the USS Kitty Hawk out of San yeah. Diego. Nice. Yeah. Electrician's mate. Um, nuclear trained. Uh, some of you keen observers might note that the Kitty Hawk is a conventional warcraft. <laughs> that's that's a story for another day. And you and uh, you joined the Navy because you were looking for a good regular physical fitness plan. So th- this is funny. Uh, I, I see where you're going there. By the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pause that question for a second. <laughs> so I went to the recruiter. I went to the recruiter Dave because I wanted I wanted armor. Like I like I love tanks. I love oh, nice. armor of right. all sorts. So I went I went to the to the army recruiter and I took my ASVAB and they scored my ASVAB and the recruiter looked down at it. He paused for a second. He looked at me and he reached behind me and he grabbed the book full of jobs and said, "Here, just pick one of these. You can do anything in this book." Nice. And I'm like. Uh, maybe I better check around. And so the Navy, frankly, did a better sales job. Right. Uh, this nuke program and college credits. By the way, I have no well, college it's, credits. It's, from the I mean, a lot program. of the jobs in the Navy, maybe maybe in yeah. the Air Force, too, are probably more technical than in the Army. Uh, that's true. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, you guys have a lot of technical stuff, and, you know, I mean, as I well. was military <laughs> police, and military police traditionally had high uh, ASFAB scores. Did they? Yeah, the cooks terrible. They were the worst. <laughs> That's a big Jason jabronis. <laughs> Bunch of jabronis. They would just yeah, they would just play spades with you for about five minutes. They're That's like, right. Yeah, you're ready Wait, to be we a had cook. coffee. <laughs> and a lot of lesbians. Domino, motherfucker. That's <laughs> uh, okay. So I went into the nuclear program. I became an electrician. Um, ended up on the Kitty Hawk, spent five fantastic years for some reason, uh, didn't think I wanted to re-up and continue. It's something that as I get older, I weirdly regret. Now, is that something, did they try to pursue you on that? Like they wanted you? Yeah. Yeah. I would have had to change rates. So the, the Navy was, the conventional Navy was moving away from steam boilers and into gas turbines. So, but I had an opportunity to go back to A school and become a gas, a, a GSC, a gas turbine right. electrician. Sure. Um, and then I would have probably gone to small boys, cruisers, and destroyers, which I think would have been super fun. Um, right. Although I did a maintenance call on a destroyer once because um, I was I was in our motor rewind shop. And when I went over there, it was after a big storm. And as I was walking down the passageway, I noticed this footprint up on the flat part, the vertical part of the wall. And I'm like, oh shit! This ship really rolled over quite a ways. That's that last. Storm. It, it wasn't the it wasn't the there. vomit they were hosing <laughs> off the yeah. decks. They're pretty quick about that. It was all gone by the time. I got there. <laughs> <laughs> but that footprint was still there for some reason. They had a chance to paint yet. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I love the Navy. I can, uh, you know, not to make this a recruiting commercial, but I, I I can point back 
to that, uh, you know, everything that I've been able to accomplish and do in my life, I've, I can point back to that time I spent there. So, yeah, I definitely think the Navy in the, is one of those that is definitely a technically oriented mm-hmm. service, right? So yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of rewards there. Uh, the yeah. Army is more of a blood and bone type of service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was thinking about this the other day because I've recently got into ASL and, and just kind of gotten bit by the bug. And I was thinking to myself, what's the Navy equivalent of this, right? Like, like we don't fight as squads of people. We fight as like a ship of people, you know, right. like, like our weapon system is an aircraft carrier, not, not, you know, a squad or, a, you know, machine gun or, you know, something along those lines. I guess the ASL version is what, like destroyers versus subs or something like that <laughs> back in the day. I was thinking, yeah, I suppose, but, or maybe the, the fleet games, Jason, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Individual, but I, you know, I was thinking maybe it might be, I don't know, maybe it'd be fun to have a damage control board game. I don't know. Because that's so, kind of so, the closest thing. So what great ports of call did you go to? I was a pack fleet sailor. So um, Korea, Japan, um, the Philippines, and Thailand were closed when oh. I was in, which is oh. a bummer. So you I never, I never, Subic? You never, yeah, I never Subic? got to experience Subic. My, so my dad, my dad's a Vietnam era sailor, and so I grew up on tales of Subic. And <laughs> so, so was your dad kind of thrilled when you came back and said, "Hey, I'm thinking about joining the navy." <laughs> he actually was. My mom hated the idea hated the idea still i think it's good for to. a short term yeah I'd like to try it out it's, it's good for one enlistment <laughs> yeah i would have stayed i think I, I was doing well enough i don't know it's hard to say why i got out i had a wife who wanted to have kids and i wasn't willing to have kids while i was gone also, eight also out of every 12 months as as life goes on you forget that there is control over you they control it's a very structured <laughs> yes. lifestyle yeah. right yeah. so yeah. Uh, at the time, know. you chafe under that control to some extent. <laughs> Especially when you're in your 20s. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, now you're like, oh, there were so many opportunities. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I see like Jim Robinette, who was an infantry officer, went on to become a JAG. My buddies who become my buddy, uh, one of my, my college roommates is now like the orthopedics director for the Department of Defense. Or what the heck? Yeah, I'm geez. like, yeah, that's really cool. I'm like, I'm a retired cop living in the Ozarks. <laughs> it's like, like I didn't have those opportunities. <laughs> but for me, it was always just the the structure was I, – I was okay with it, but it just I, – I don't know if I wanted to live my life like that. It's interesting because I didn't like it then, but I also look back now and go, man, I'd have been really oh, yeah. screwed in I, life without it. Yes. <laughs> I, I would have been right. dead or in jail. It, I'd it, have been, yeah. If I hadn't had that first tour in the Army, I would never have made it through the police academy. Yeah. Because in the police academy, I understood that – I'm never right. Right. They're, even when they're wrong, I'm wrong also. <laughs> but you just have to accept that. Like, there's no arguing. There's no yeah. back talking. They don't care. Just yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. <laughs> so the Army did a good job of teaching me that. So, okay. So you did that. And so you we were talking about the war gaming aspect. So. Yeah. So um, probably, well, even then, like in the Navy, we, I, uh, you know, I would play like Harpoon, the the computer game, and and you know some early computer war gaming. And did they never... have war games on the ship? Oh yeah, I mean we were constantly fighting that ship, so we were we were drilling, you know, pretty constantly. Which is, I, I guess, that's you know. Oh, oh, oh no, I mean more yeah. like like games where they're like in the in the off time. Would you guys play like different uh, games or? We're no different than the cooks. We we played a lot of spades, a lot of spades, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of spades. Um, yeah, we figured out how to how to network some computers up early on, and we played a lot of uh, 
um, Command and oh, what was that original CNC game? So Correct. we. Yeah. Command and Conquer? Command and Conquer. Oh, yeah. with the Red, red Alert? That yeah, game? Red yep. Alert, those games. Yeah, yeah. So we had like three or four computers, you know, in an ad hoc network that we played that stuff on. Um, but never any never any Hex Encounter stuff. Um, that was much later. I got into board games, like board games generally, um, probably uh, mid-aughts. Uh, and... At about the same time, I started getting into into war games as well. I kind of discovered them. I know they'd been around for a super long time, but I got in. I um, started with, and I know there's debate whether it's a war game or not, but I I started with Twilight Struggle. Sure. Um, and I was really kind of taken to card driven games. I'm still really kind of taken by card driven games. I I've never until this year, until last year or two, never really been drawn to like, um, you know, brigade brigade level. You know, so so you like that kind of ops choice yeah. versus event choice yep. thing? Yeah, I think it's yeah. cool. I like the you know I like the idea that there's there's a lot driving what's going on right you know behind the game and and I like the way the cards kind of um, and I know there's a lot of way to, a lot of ways do, to analog that. Do you but, do you like the ones where you can have your opponent's cards? Yes, mm-hmm. right. And so yep. mixes it up a little bit. And Twilight Struggle, I think it does a particularly good job of that because the trade off is I can. If I play this, it triggers my opponent's event. So you have to really oh, yeah. think hard and long about it. If you know, plus you're trying to incite revolution in third That's world countries. <laughs> yeah. I like I like the game. Thank God for the app. <laughs> because if I didn't the have the fantastic. app, I could not keep track of all the shit that triggers <laughs> off or would I would fuck up every it would be one of those games where I played it every time and then that next day we'd be emailing each other, Oh, we fucked up this world. And we forgot <laughs> to do this. And, well, that's uh, that's early war gaming for me as well. <laughs> so, so uh, Matt, you're a smart guy. So you mm. had uh, officers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of your naval officers that were you super? Were you kind of like, or did you not have to deal with them too much because you had NCOs between you? Or it's interesting. Um, that's a good question. Uh, we had an ensign and a lieutenant in the electrical department. Um, ensigns. I mean, they're just new officers, right? I don't. I don't know what the equivalent would be for. For you so guys, it's but second lieutenant, second lieutenant, yeah. Yep. So butter bar, yeah, butter bar, exactly right, butter bar. They didn't know their ass from a hole in the ground, right? right. I mean, they didn't know anything about anything. Right. So you know, the NCOs in the Navy are the same as NCOs in, in any service. I think are the but backbone. I think in the Navy, it's got to be really rough because they're it's very technical, right? So well, it's kind of, it's kind of like me walking into a job site and trying to supervise a bunch of electricians and yeah. what they're doing, right? I have no and, idea. NCO starts a much much later in the ranks in the Navy than it does, does in their services. So I was mm-hmm. an E five in in the Navy and was not an NCO. Okay. E seven uh, is the first NCO in the Navy. So Chief That's... Petty Officer is the first NCO. Okay. They have AC Ducey clubs on bases, which is first and second class petty officers, which is E five and E six. Okay. But they're not they're not non commissioned officers like they are in other services. It was okay. interesting because because we had a Mardet a Marine detachment on board. And I would, you know, I'd work sometimes with various drills with their E5. Oh, that's got to cause problems. Yeah, well, this dude's a hardened, <laughs> this dude's a hardened combat vet, that's right. right? And, that's and right. I'm like, E5 is the perfect rank in the Navy because you don't really run anything, but you're technically savvy that you can fix everything in, that you're that you're responsible for, but you're not really in charge of anybody. Whereas an E5 in the Marine Corps, and I'm assuming an E5 in the Army, that's a you know that's that's a combat leader. Yeah, it's it's it is uh, not as much as in the Marine Corps. I think. I mean, basically, my experience was the Army to an F. Sorry, 
army enlisted guys, but to a large extent, the army is run by the commissioned officers mm-hmm. and the Marine Corps it's run by the sergeants. Yeah. Navy and, same run by the chiefs. And I, I would, I would respond to, I responded to at least 10 incidents when I was in Korea at our front gate where an MP that I was responsible for had referred to a Marine staff sergeant as a sergeant instead of a staff sergeant. Nope. Mm. And this creates mm. a significant nope. emotional event from a yep. drunk <laughs> Marine staff sergeant. Because yep. in the army, staff sergeant's a sergeant. It's a sergeant. Yeah. Right. You don't get called anything special until you get to first sergeant. Right. And then you're first sergeant or top and that's and- it. First sergeant's E6 or E7? Uh, E8. E8? Oh, wow. That's yeah. a senior chief petty officer. That's way up the ranks. Yeah, the platoon sergeant in the Army is sergeant first class called a sergeant. Okay. Just like everyone else. But when you get to first sergeant, yeah, that's when it's there's how a do, distinction. How do technical sergeants work? None. Isn't there a technical sergeant? There's, there's, commission, really. there's warrant officers. There's warrant officers. Yeah. Okay. Warrant officers. We, okay. used to have, we used to have techs, but we don't have them anymore. Okay. And warrant officers are weird in the, in the, in the Navy. They're... Uh, it's strange. They're like this. Like if you're a chief, oh yeah, same in the army, same way. We don't understand guys. Them. Yeah, it's like what on earth are these guys doing exactly? Even the commissioned officers would be like, "Can we tell them what to do?" Right. Like, we're not <laughs> we, sure. no one knows where they sit. Yeah, we had cook warrant officers. It was like that is a dream job. Like no one knows who you report to. Yeah. What? There's a cook warrant officer. Yes. What, do have, what does he have? The keys to the spice cabinet? <laughs> like, what is, like what the possibly could have bizarre. And they were more like, they weren't, they were outside of like the supply, uh, you know, like that side of the quartermaster. But the, yeah, they were, they were culinary warrant officers. It was, That's it crazy. was bizarre. Yeah. Interesting. We, we had them at, in Korea. I ran into them a lot because we were in, an, we had aviation units there. And the yeah. aviation mm-hmm. units yep. had tons of warrant officers. Yeah. A lot, almost all the, like a, the most of the helicopter pilots were CWs and uh, even maintenance wise, you'd run into mm-hmm. like helicopter maintenance. You'd have warrant officers just because they had to have a lot of specialized knowledge, but. Where in uh, where in Korea were you stationed? Dave? Camp Camp Humphreys, camp, which is where exactly in the uh, it is uh, near uh, Pyeongtaek, probably mm-hmm. about a uh, hundred miles south of Seoul. Okay, no. I made a couple stops in Busan or Busan. That's way south. Yeah, yeah, that's the furthest south port. Yeah. Um, now, I now Camp Humphreys is like the Taj Mahal. Uh, really? I've seen pictures of it. It's incredible. They must have poured like a billion dollars into that place. When wow. I was there, it was uh, rice paddies, uh, fences, and just concrete. Terrible. <laughs> the worst place to be. But okay, so Matt, first, uh, so what are some of the first war games you were picking up then? You like the harpoon stuff? Uh, so early on, computer harpoon stuff, although this year I'm getting into the actual oh, nice. harpo- harpoon the, stuff. Nice. Um. So would have been Twilight Struggle, and then it probably moved on from there. I mean, the Storm Over stuff was always really popular. I think, Jason, that was some of the first ones you and I played. It was like Storm Over Stalingrad. Mm-hmm. Um, so were you, were you and Jason kind of into it on the first experiences? You guys got to know each other and figured you liked the similar games? Or Do you want that story, Jason? Or well, Matt was, Matt was before me, yeah. and, and, and we met at a like game day at, at – the local game shop okay. and, and I, I'm sure I've told this story, but he, you know, we, we got uninterested in playing with the unwashed <laughs> masses that were smelly playing. geeks. Yeah. That's right. Um, and so he's like, Hey, I have a bunch of two player games. We could play at my house. Let's, let's meet there. So we played, I don't even know what we played, like some heavier Euro games, mm-hmm. two player. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't like, I have these historical 
war games if if you're interested. And I was like, I don't know, like I'm not really into that. I I kind of want to play you know Power Grid and shit like that. And he talked me into playing Washington's War. Oh yes, yes, yes. And it was great. So so Matt actually recruited Jason. Yes. War yeah, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's oh, the yeah. real deal. After yeah. he after he protested and said, I don't think I'll ever play I, that kind of game. Before. And it was one of those things. Like <laughs> I was in this weird transition because I was that like hipster literary nerd. Like I get more out of fiction than nonfiction. And I don't need to read nonfiction, you know. And then I read seventeen seventy six. And as I was reading that, Matt's like, Hey, we should play Washington's War. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's great timing. I'm reading this book about that same stuff. So Washington's War was great. And he was like, I have this other weird game about japan mm. would you be interested in it <laughs> and so we played sakigahara and mm-hmm. sakigahara oh, wow. was like oh shit this is all i ever want to do ever again well that that's all a right. that is a great transition game because yep. it is kind of kind of got that euro it has, feel yeah, that has hand management and yep. yeah yeah it's and it's it, beautiful it, on the table it's, which is it's historical but it did there is definitely it's it's definitely leans heavily towards the euro side as far as the play well, mm-hmm. and washington's war too right i mean it's got this interesting go mechanic in the way that that control transitions back and forth between you know between the rebels and and the british um yeah great great gateway games both i think um both point to point you know uh, one block, one one car driven. So yeah, that was a that was a good place to start. It was downhill from there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then Jason, then Jason, you started to outpace Matt at this point for the historical board game, or yes, because I, I took away from it after a, little a while bit, yeah. and and kind of dove deeper into euros and and things like that. You know, stuff I could play with my family and and got away from. You know, I always had I had you know, combat commander and other stuff always that were kind of in my collection. Um, but it wasn't until even, I mean, even until like the last couple of years, I've, I haven't really been that deep, deep into, into war games. So, I mean, I I would say the one thing that's really great, uh, and the interesting thing I think about the podcast that we did is, you know, Jason and I started doing it like in about 2013 and like that was right in the the peak of where I think war games were war, mm-hmm. war games were really starting to take off. You had like mm-hmm. Case Blue that came out, Devil's Cauldron that came out, and GMT was starting to make a lot of these games that were great yep. uh, production value. MMP was starting to really start pushing out more squad leader stuff. Just it, the printing started getting going, and it was, and so at the same time you had this generation of guys in our. Uh, maybe uh, times that it played the older games and maybe kind of sat, sat back and weren't playing as much. And then suddenly now they're seeing all these hot games coming out, uh, Kickstarter, uh, pre like P 500 shit. Yeah. And we're, and we're starting to get that income where we're like, yeah, I can, you know, you're finally getting to the point. Where <laughs> yeah, we're like, scratched to, yeah. To, to spin exactly. GM, GMT really did it for me, man, to be honest, like, cause the, the production cool, value yeah, is the awesome, product- right? It's right. just tops. Right. Yeah. I could see spending, you know, I could see spending $60, $70 on a game, you know, at the production values at GMT. At early MMP stuff, I couldn't really see the value of spending 80 or $90 at the time, you know, right. on, on something that was, I mean, you pull it out of the box and it was just this light box with a paper map and, you know, three counter sheets and two small D6s, right? Right. <laughs> Whereas you were getting, you know, pre-rounded counters and some of the GMT stuff and, it was in mounted maps, um, you know, so I think they really, I think, say what you will about, you know, and, and I know the issues there and all, but say what you will. But I think that 
their commitment to step the quality of war games up is I think what has brought war games to where they are now in in my opinion. I mean, yeah, they are the they're King Kong. Yeah. yeah on the market. But I mean yeah. also because they do things the right way. You know, yeah. as far as giving even when times with the recession came, they were giving free games. I mean, they've always mm-hmm. been very mm-hmm. generous, I think. Yep. And also, I don't know if it's true now, it might not be, but I know back in the past, even shipping to markets, yep. uh overseas markets, they were yep. generous as far as yep. trying to eat some kind of subsidize it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think some of these like VUCA or Nuts or some of these other smaller publishers would have as much cachet, uh, you know, if it hadn't been for the fact that, you know, GMP and now MMP, I think. I think MMP is doing an excellent job. Maybe not quite to the level of GMT. They're not mounting maps and all that stuff yet. But just overall, I mean, now now we've got, I mean, we're just, I don't know, we're, we're spoiled for choice now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? I mean, we kind of we kind of hit this, this hot spot where... Yeah. Uh, all of us are coming up, and like I said, we got some cash, and the games are good. Yep. And I mean, so I just now, picked up a war game from Capstone Games, of all people. Don't even know what that is. I've Capstone Games makes uh, yeah. Euro games. Yeah, a war game. <laughs> yeah. Well, quote unquote. Quote unquote. <laughs> it's about a conflict. It's a conflict <laughs> sim. How about that? Let's say yeah. conflict sim. <laughs> I mean, you could say what you want, but there are probably like four or five large. Or I'd say maybe four, like Compass Games, Decision, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. MMP, GMT. Mm-hmm. They're all producing quite a few games a year. Yep. And yep. then you've got other game companies out there, Clash of Arms. Mm-hmm. Legion, Revolution. Yeah, there's yep. tons. I mean, there's a yep. lot of choices. But I, I agree. When you get a GMT game, even if it's not a period you're interested, like sometimes GMT's P500 can be very seductive because I'll look yes. at something and I'm like – I don't even it's know anything my favorite about this. way to buy. Like, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't want to. Like, I don't want to pay for something that I'm going to get right now. I want to pay for it and forget about it, and then all of a sudden, hey, it shows and, up. And, and, and like, my my, my first thing is, let me check my P500s and see if I haven't already drunkenly ordered some P500s. <laughs> so oh, you're you always, out. <laughs> Step one is check your current P500 because this is how I get two games. <laughs> the best thing that GMT did to their website in recent times is they put that little thing on there that says you've bought one of these when you go to the game's webpage. <laughs> if you've already, if you've already P500 oh. or. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never noticed that because I've never, I've done it. I, I think they should have a moral uh, requirement that they have to actually call you up and say, we've noticed that you've ordered three of these games. Um, is it possible that you're only wanted one? And it happens Come on. about once a month for some reason. <laughs> That's right. You're I'm looking at two copies of Flying Colors right now as we're talking. <laughs> right, I've got I had two copies of Into the Woods, and I haven't even opened the one I have. I, I ended up selling the other one to somebody. But you know, t- like production value is is such an interesting thing. Like you look at a game like Nevsky or Al Almoravid. Right. You know, I haven't played either of those games, but they are the production value is just outstanding. Like, yeah, it's all good. I just want to set them up on the table or. Um, even bayonets and tomahawks. Yeah, we had bayonets and tomahawks at the thing. I got it. I'm like, uh, I, I, I'm a little interested in the French and Indian War. I'll yep. buy, and 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 even when they they'll tell you when you're looking at the P500, and they'll be like, you know, these are not the actual graphics. You're like, right. Yeah, I'm pretty confident it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be badass. Yeah. <laughs> the like, card's going to be super thick. <laughs> because the thing that you don't ever want to happen is like with Atlantic Chase, where you're like, right, oh, yeah. that game looks really cool, and they're like, oh, yeah, my it's all God. done. It's like, <laughs> and my son, my son just told me. So we were together a couple of weeks ago for a wedding up in Salt Lake, and and he's like, oh yeah, there's this game about, you know, Atlantic. I'm like Atlantic Chase. He goes, yeah, 
we tried it. We didn't really like it, and I sold my copy. I'm like, what? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Yeah. I've been trying to get my hands on that for a year. <laughs> Damn you! Yeah, they, I mean, it, it all. Looks, I, there's so many GMT titles, and that's why it's funny because, like, we talk about, like, yeah, there is some backstory to the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have never ever heard someone say, I will never buy another cheap Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, yeah, they, yeah, they get through it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So, so what you guys what'd you guys I, buy at the at the winter sale? Nothing. 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 I have it all. I have yeah. everything I want. Well and that and that's funny because I struggled with that. I ended up buying Consequence I, I and I did look. I Conflict look. and Consequence and the other one, it's it's Pacific War counterpart. Those are the only two that I bought. Which which one are those? What were those ones? They're uh did you see at the con um who was that, Jason? That was playing them on Saturday. Is that it the was Triumph and Tragedy. Yes, yeah, yeah. Tragedy yeah. and Consequence and Conquest. I think yeah, are the two. Right, right. So one yeah. of them's space, right? Is, no, no. It's, it's, it's Euro. It's Euro Theater and Pacific Theater World War Two. Right, but they came uh, out with a. They came out with a sci. They're coming out with a sci-fi version mm. of the Triumph and Tragedy. I think. I think you're right. I think you're right about that. It's called S and S. Something S and something S. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I looked at it and I, I would say I like Triumph and Tragedy. Um, I played it. I enjoyed it. It's fun. I played it a couple times. I would not. It's not one I thought I would own. So I, I actually passed on that one. Oh, and then I went back and got the Musket and Pike dual pack. Oh, that's other, a good one, dude. Hey, those battles yeah. are good. Oh, you yeah. know what we should do? Let's get on and look at what it's on our P500. You know, oh, on, on our P500? Yeah, oh, okay. Let's go look at our P500s right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 the dual pack is sweet because the thing about the dual pack, dude, is the battles in it are fucking mm. great battles. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. But, and then, but the problem is then you have to find somebody who's going to play all those. Well, oh, that's Jason. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have a, a way team, the Voyages of Pandora, which I is just, just I just yeah. did that one. I saw those, guys talking those about Pandora it. games are so good. Mm. Well, I w- and I was like, do I need that? And I was like, yeah, yeah. If, if yeah, Pete's in for it, you got to get it. I have the new eighteen XX game, eighteen EUS mm-hmm. Inferno, oh, um, which is the Living Campaign, Conquest of Paradise. Yep. That's uh, the Henry. new edition of Boy. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, the Henry Levin campaign game, uh, Norman Conquests. I think that's it. Oh, Infernal Machine, mm, the, the Dawn good. of Submarine Warfare, mm-hmm. and Atlantic oh. Chase Second Edition. Or so, second what's ready. what's Infernal Machine? Is that where you're like running a sub? It's a solo. You build the sub and then run the sub. So it's oh. kind of like uh, Enemy Coast Ahead, where it has like three modes of the planning, the the mission, and then the overall thing. Wow. Um, I, I, it's in that same kind of vein. It's Civil War, though, right? Yeah, it's, it's yeah really early, subs. like the first yeah. sub. So, yeah. yeah. So is that like basically you're like I killed the ship and now I'm sinking with the ship? Yay! <laughs> right. Now, you got your bit and brace. Are dead. We're out of air. <laughs> you got your bit and brace cutting a hole in the bottom of the ship. That's right. All right, Matt, are you up? What do you have on your uh, P500? Oh, so it's it's more extensive than that. <laughs> oh, I have bear trap. It's yeah, I have more. I looked at Bear Trap. I think Bear Trap's cool. That's Afghan, uh, Afghan Soviet mm-hmm. Union, right? using Sakigahara yep. system. Yeah, uh, but how is that going to be? Like, I guess I don't know. Well, I it's mean, the Sakigahara uh, designer. So, yeah. and we'll talk a little later on about Granada because we'll talk about that when we talk about the con okay. and when I review it. But uh, um, I does, think I, I, does the system work? Because I mean, the, that system was based on clans and suits matching. So I'm trying to figure out. I get, I get it. Well, with there's the a lot Afghans. of clans in Afghanistan. I get it, right? but not in the yeah. Soviet Union, really. Unless you well, have to match divisions or 
core or whatever. Maybe yeah, there's yeah. factions. Yeah. I don't know enough okay. about that period to know. I, I like that you're jumping in, not really sure how it's going to work. It's good. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, yeah. Right. I like I like the designer an awful lot. I, I just More importantly, got... what, what color are the blocks going to be for each well, side? It's, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> well, red for Russia. <laughs> tan? I, I, red against tan? I don't know. I just got Charioteer from, from that same designer. I haven't played it yet. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I saw that. I did not bite on that one. I'm, I'm looking forward to giving that one a go over the holidays. Um, he also did something called Something Goose, which I hadn't heard of, which is... Uh, more of a Euro-y game, economic game about early aviation. Um, but anyways, I, I dig the designer generally. So I, I, I think if anybody can pull it off in that, in that, uh, it'll be him. I hope our traditional listeners are enjoying this crunchy walkthrough of P500 related. stuff. Right? This is good. <laughs> no, I'm saying that the clients right. that we're not enough for right. it should be <laughs> satisfied with this. Okay, All so, right, so, so Matt, you got that one. Speaking of more games, I've got 18 India, uh, 1833 yep. NE. <laughs> yep, yep, these are all train games. Here. You guys have me out on these ones. And let's be honest, they're stock games. They are. They, they are, are stock games. Even the India game, games. is yep. that a stock game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess because the English are funding the, the railroads. Now, I didn't back the one you just mentioned, Jason, because I'm like, ah, EUS. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, EUS. I just, I don't know if I have too many now, 18xx games. So I just. Nice. <laughs> can't you just click a button that orders you every 18 yes. game that comes You can, like which yes. is, yeah, yes. how yes. I have that one on. Right. Scary. I have The Jest of Robin Hood. Oh, I looked at that looks, one too. Which looks interesting to me. Yep. Um, Insurrection in Nottingham, which I'm I'm kind of, that's, it's not the coin. It's that it's other. Coin. Yeah, it's, it's the it's their new irregular. The, oh, yeah, regular the IGS complex. or whatever that yep. is. The, yeah. And I uh, let's see, is that is that the same one that um Fort uh the Jason the one that you've got? No, Fort Sumter. Fort Sumter. It's no. not, is it? I don't yeah. think so. What else is in that series? I don't know exactly. Uh, Angola. The, no, it's it's. I'm just uh, throwing a game. Red, <laughs> red flags over Paris. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, which is another uh, game I can't get a hold of. The Flashpoint, South mm. China Sea. Mm. Those are in those series. Okay, I have Flashpoint. Um, I want red flags over. Paris, but I can't can't find a copy. So I, I think it's interesting. I think Robin Hood that that era is interesting. That could be a fun one. Yep. That sounds like a fun. That's an evening game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's kind of my speed these days. Is the is that the evening game for most of my actual plays? Oh no, Matt. We'll talk about it. But I saw that's the crowd you were hanging out with. <laughs> I well, feel I attacked talk- already, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Baby. Crowd, <laughs> that's the crowd. The, the crowd. people you were you hanging people. with. <laughs> if, if if you don't want to attack uh, uh, in Waterloo with the Imperial Guard, I get it. Like that's fine. That's not your kind of history. That's right. that's <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I have some questions about Labatel a little later on. So. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I so need I need more of like the the charcoal history, not the not the watercolor and oil history. Mm. So let me see. Let me pull out some ones that you guys didn't have. I got that Fields Fields of Fire Deluxe mm-hmm. Edition Upgate. Oh yeah, that looks my, good. Because I have to update mm-hmm. that. Because I already got the which I'm going to be talking about. I already got the Arden Bulge campaign, Fields of Fire, so, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it looks like they're actually going to be doing a bunch of more campaigns for Fields of Fire, which I think is fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a no brainer. Like <laughs> <basically> just <laughs> make cards and a couple of extra rules, and then just pump them out, and guys will buy them. Great, and you don't even need a box. Um, I have, uh, let's see, 
Space Empire is all good things. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which is going to be the last wrap-up, I think, for the whole Space Empires game. So hopefully we can really get something good out of that. Um, CNC Medieval Expansion 1, Mid-Eastern Battles. Don't know why that's on have there. You, have you, <laughs> do you have CNC Medieval? I I believe I do. I would have, have gone... I would have grabbed those if they if they were in stock during the winter. Season. I actually I actually think I reviewed it last time. Is I think Medieval is the Byzantines and the Assassins. Mm-hmm. It was good. I liked it. Have either of you played Samurai Battles? I like it. I heard it's too magicy. Well, it has a little magic in it. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, that was the complaint I heard. But I heard that from Keith, <laughs> our second guest host. Nice. The uh, that deck is fun though. I think it adds an interesting element. So um, I have Hubris, Twilight mm-hmm. of the Hellenistic World. Mm-hmm. No idea why. Um, <laughs> I think it's ancient. So I was interested. Seas of Thunder. Got that on there. Don't know. <laughs> uh, next War Supplement Number Three. Mm, nice. Got next that. War. Got That's that. an auto yep. buy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> now this one, I might have been hungry. I ordered Bear's Claw. <laughs> Is that different from Bear Trap? I'm I don't know. Sure. It must be. It must be. I don't know what that game's about. Uh, Border Reavers, Scots. Yeah, yep, I'm in for that too. Good. Yeah. I got Banish All Their Fears. Got that one. Yeah, that one looks good. Uh, War of the Austrian Succession, Clash of Sovereigns. Yep, I've got that one too. Sounds, sounds yep. right. Chivalry at Bay, this Jason has to have this. Battles of the Hundred Years' War. Mm-hmm. That's why I ordered that one. I have Zheng He, Admiral of the Ming Voyages, which is, I think, a really interesting naval battle that I haven't seen yeah, wargamed very much. Don't know it. Yep. What was the Hundred Years' War one? I need to get that. I don't it think is, I have it. Uh, Chivalry at Bay. Tactical Battles of the Hundred Years' War. Oh, I better go and, get that. And here, here Matt, I have the uh, the Triumph and Tragedy sci-fi one. Expansion or Extinction? Mm. Yep, there Isn't you that go. What it's called? <laughs> yeah, yep, that's the and, one. And then the final one uh, is the Russian Campaign Deluxe Fifth Edition Quantity mm. One. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The old the Russian Campaign, which I've never played, never seen played, only heard about it. I'm sure I'll get it, and I'll be like, "Yeah, this game's not any good." We'll yeah, you got it. I mean, that's like grog cred, right? You've got to have that. In but if your... it, what if it's like a really like watered down, nice way to just do Barbarossa and get it over <laughs> in a couple hours? We'll see. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. So, f- apart from those, what else we got? Any uh, any flyers? I, I've got. I'm re- I'm really excited about that Clash of Sovereigns game. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I uh, think so too. I've got Atlantic Chase, of course, second edition, second mm-hmm. printing, because I haven't been able to find it. Um, Two Sons failure. Yeah. Sort of. Um, Great Battles of Alexander, which is a reprint of the Alexander uh, have, box, which is going to be pretty good. Um, let's see. I got the uh, Labyrinth three inch game box. I'm a sucker for their bigger game boxes, nice, by the way. Okay. <laughs> um, Men of Iron Volume 5, Norman Conquests. Um. Jason's probably got that one. Oh, I'm in for that too. Yeah. 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 Jason's and, automatic men of iron. And then, oh, the Twilight Struggle Red Sea, the conflict of the Horn of Africa. Because I like Twilight Struggle, so that's kind and of an auto. What, what is that like? A special scenario for that? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's in like a zoomed in game, right? Yep. Yep. Oh, okay, so kind of yeah. similar rules, but it's like a map that has more areas per mile or whatever. 
Yeah, it's, I think so. Yeah, based strictly on the Horn of Africa. Um, what does it say here? Like 1974. Okay. Yeah. Which, have you played in 1989? I know you have, Jason, because you I played it with me. No. Uh, I also have Unconditional Surrender, which I've always wanted in my, but I, I haven't wanted to pay the second dairy market prices. So that's a kind of a theater level World War II that I've, I'm interested in. Yeah. But that's it. That's the only other. Th- oh, Path of Glory. I have Deluxe Edition of Paths of Glory as well. A Chivalry Bay is uh, Legion games. Uh, that, that looks good. It's like a it's like a sequel to Son of York. Oh yeah. I again, Jason. I don't know because the, did I you move it over? It. No, it's I'm I'm looking at my GMT pre order. I, I think that got canceled. Oh, did it get canceled? Yeah, it's at Legion now. Yeah. Because I can't find it on the GMT website because I was interested in it as well. I guess no one supported it. Yeah, but people like the Son of York system. So well, yeah, I, this, think, I think it'll be good. This, this, so this also brings up the other problem I would have with the uh, P500 system that they have. It is mm-hmm. fucking super confusing to go through and try to figure out what you have. <laughs> what you have or what you don't have. Well, you have I your mean, personal status sheet. Where is that? So go into your account. If you yep. go into your account and right on the left-hand side, you'll see personal status sheet. And it shows you all the games you've got and the quantity you have ordered. Oh, yeah. Chivalry of Bay's gone. Yeah. Man. We're learning something. It scares me, too, but I, I don't like that they show all the games. I guess yes. This <laughs> Mine are all at the top. This right? is too <laughs> much information. There's a lot of zeros here. I got. I need, to, I need to clear my cash before <laughs> anybody else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Barris Claw is Battles of, Battles of Kiev. Oh, uh, nice, nice. So, well, why did I order this? I don't know why. I'm looking at it now. Like, you like World War Two? Oh, it's a Japanese one. Those are kind of cool. Oh, things. nice. Did either of you get anything on the GMP sale, or I mean the the MMP sale? Mm-hmm. Again, same problem. Yeah, I have just about everything. Ang- yeah. I grabbed Angola. I looked at it last year and, and oh, I had, had it again it. this yeah. year. Yeah. Angola is a great game for the first six turns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear. <laughs> With exactly four players, right? Yeah, yeah you got to have you got to have exactly four players. So you get yeah. super giant stacks attacking each other. That starts to get a little bit old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And is that it? Is that all you bought from there? Uh, I got that and hold on one second. I, I, I don't, just got I don't have. Uh, Warriors of God or Kingdom of Heaven. So I, I always look at those, but I don't know. Like Dave, you have those. Well, they've got I mean, on to Richmond. The, the Union Strikes South. Oh yeah. GCACW. I have that. Okay. Oh yeah, I got Korea: The Forgotten War. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. OCS baby. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and like honestly, a lot of stuff. If I'm going to go to ASL, I'm going to order it off Ritter Creek, and mm-hmm. uh, but I'm like. Even for some of the hassles, I'm like, do I need another hassle? Like, I've got hassles in my like, <laughs> yeah. so and it, I am starting to get to the point with ASL where I'm like, wow, you know, you have to storm over Jerusalem. Oh yeah, yeah, that looked interesting. That looked but, good. But, is that the is that the actual storm over series, or is that a is that just the title? No, it's it's the same system. Is it okay? That's a great system. Light. Yeah, beer and pretzels. Good uh, well, drunk con game. Well, yeah. So, Dave, I, should I, I get I, red barricades? Yes. Okay. Yes. I've been waffling on it. No, the East Front stuff is all great. 
It's yeah. when we start getting on the east front, that's when I'm not always sure about. But most of the ASL stuff for that. But then you start getting into like uh, the third party companies who make great products, mm-hmm. and that's when you start with ASL. You start to go down like Shield of Chrome and uh, different games, and then you start wondering if you're just not spending one hundred and fifty dollars every month on ASL. <laughs> I've got to tell you, I'm super impressed with the Pocket Edition um, rule books. I, oh, it's I, good. It wasn't on sale, but I got the Pocket Edition, the three-pack with the Chapter H and the and the charts spiral yeah, do bound. Have, do, you have, do you have the rat charts? You have the I rat do have, charts. yep, I have yep. the rat charts as well. That's, yeah. that's a must-buy. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I and saw the that. dice. And the dice. Oh, oh I got the I got the fucking <laughs> dice with the special fall and fire. I do not have the dice. Pips. Oh, yeah. Oof, those things are ridiculously expensive, but they're so nice when they show up. Yeah, they're pink out. They're nice <laughs> I saw a dude on on Instagram. I was telling Jason about this. Like, the, he had like one of those gun cases, you know, with the pick foam, and he had it all set up for every single one of those dumb dice, and he had them all in this case. And I'm like, oh, I want well, that. the other pimped out thing <laughs> is to have the little uh, game track recorder where you can mm. put in the different sniper values, and you can do all the. And they've got these things that'll sit to the side of the game that'll tell you all oh, the stuff no. you need to know about the game. Oh it's, no, what is that? Tell me they, about that. People make them. Yeah. Is it? Yep. It's a mechanical thing. Yeah, it's like a physical. Oh, you'd love it because, like, it's a it's a Euro player's dream. Like, I don't know if they make it out of wood, or plastic, but <laughs> is it like an Etsy thing? Yeah, Should I feel attacked? In there. I, I, I kind of feel. Oh no, attacked. I'm saying I like <laughs> it's it. It's all love. Hey, if we Set went into tactile things, we'd all be just, just playing computer games. At this point. It's so true. It's so true. Because <laughs> it is weird. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to clip all these tiny little cardboard pieces. My wife looks at me and she's like, how many pieces do you have to clip? Like, and it's like thousands. <laughs> I don't want to. And then I'm going to buy. I don't want to hear it from you. Then Let I'm me get buy this straight. Special plastic trays that yeah. people use to store their fucking fishing lures. <laughs> and I'm going to put all my little guys in those things, like pill boxes. <laughs> Let me get like this straight. Pills. You spent $150 on a game. I'm like, we haven't even started. <laughs> that isn't <yet."> done. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And also just play a game. That they're making basically the same way they made it forty years ago when I was fifteen years old. Kind of ridiculous when you put it like that. But I'll tell you, when we went to uh, when Jason and I played Devil's Cauldron at the Wisconsin World, and we came back, I was like, "Fucking good." I was like, Jason, how the fuck do they clip those pieces? Like, I love <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm like, the way I'm doing it, I had like a CD case jig. I was trying to like. Carve them at the corners off. I'm like, how yeah. are they clipping the corners? Who was that guy? So my first corner clipping tool, uh, I never, I never did the the fingernail clippers, but I did. There was a little Lexan jig that you could stack oh, the, the C4. In. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was my first, and then you and got you would the chisel. Punch it down. You punch it down. Like yeah, you got the exacto knife. You had to get the exacto knife set with that like chisel blade yep. in it, yep. and you and slid you would it stack down. them, and you would yep. stack them all, and just do them all at once. Like I still think that's way more efficient, way more efficient than the way I do it now with the corner rounder. Uh, <laughs> but the corner rounder, so but much the corner rounder, that's right, so nice, so nice. Matt. But you're, I think by saying that you're misleading the young people of, of the gaming generation. <laughs> it might be more efficient. It is not as nice. It not is not as nearly nice. as nice. No, the corner rounder is the best. That's because it gives you that bend curve. Oh, I know. No swooshes. Now you see these games come out and they and, and they advertise pre-rounded, right? Pre-rounded counters. I'm like, no. ah. 
I know. I, I, I admit, I am. When I see that, I'm like, eh. This is right. isn't how we did it when I was bored. <laughs> yeah, right. Whippersnappers. <laughs> yeah, Lazy. It, it is true. I don't give them any extra. I, I admire that. That is nice that they do that for us. But, but I'm like, eh, I don't like. But it. it's off. I don't know. They're they're like too big. The the counters are, are too big. big. They are too big. They're too and, thick. And yeah. I'm worried I'm going to tear them. Yeah. My, twe- my tweezers aren't spread wide enough to grab right. them. Right. And the other thing, Give though, me a nice uh, five the, the other thing clip. about clipping your own shit, you'll be like, "Holy shit, this fucking Nebelwerfer unit has a seriously high bombardment Because we're like you younger guys, don't worry about this. But I'm looking at the reader, so I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Uh-huh. Like, look at this fucking guy. I'm like, "This well, guy's I'm, a badass." I fucking like sorting I bar. Think, I may take a photo of this guy and send it to my friends because <laughs> I'm that much of a like, fucking war game. Look, look at like, Saladin. I'm like Monica. Did you realize this this arti- guy. Did you realize that this artillery unit, when it flips to to motorized status, still can shoot and support? And Monica's like, "That's fucking incredible, Dave. This is why I married you because you are you're talking about. You have all the info. You've got all this great excitement about something that is on a tiny piece of fucking cardboard." <laughs> I'm sorting a bar game today, and I've got a fucking magnifying glass in one hand and my tweezers in the other. As I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh. yeah, I'll have it on my lap, and I'll yep. have the other one, and the, and then every once in a while I'll go knock. And I'm uh, like, honestly, uh, Mister One Thousand's crazy because he keeps all of his little corner clippings. Oh yeah, and that's bizarre. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> anymore. I used well, to have I, a jar. I had a mason jar, and I was like, what yeah. the fuck am I doing with yeah. these clippings? Yeah. I'm sorry. Why would you ever have done it? I don't, uh, I don't know. It was a thing on spruce? BG for a minute. You hear you that people... No, I don't keep spruce. Some people so, do keep spruce. I keep my blank counters, though. Like so the, why would the you empty keep counters? The clippings? I don't know why I keep them. Why would you keep the clippings and not the spruce? Because I the spruce are my, even more cardboard. I always I keep know. my empty counters, too, Jason. Always. Yeah. I throw them away eventually. I keep them until I'm sure there's absolutely absolutely sure there's no function that this was used for. Because the one game that betrayed the trust for everyone are the games that use the sprues as actual yeah. marking in the games. Was it is that Musket and Pike where you can no, like, use them behind kind of your World War One game? Oh. There was some kind of World War One game for army boundaries that you could then the, that they'd actually printed along the sprue lines what the army boundaries were. And mm. People had already thrown them away. Of course, <laughs> yeah. You should make them like range markers or something, right? That'd be a brilliant use of them. Oh, nice. Line yeah. of sight, line of sight marker or something. As long as they're going to be completely 100% accurate with the hexes. That's fine. <laughs> Otherwise, it just creates controversy. Everybody's on notice. <laughs> or it could be command range. That'd be interesting. That'd, that'd, that'd be good, too. Thing. Be All right, boys. Too. Are we ready for a drink break? <laughs> yes. Have we not, have we not well, been drinking? Oh no! I'm, no I already good. drank, but I am empty. Dave, Dave, what are you? What what are you empty of? Oh, and what are you refilling? I am drinking Maker's Mark on the rise. Nice, nice, nice. Matt, what about you? Uh, El Tesoro Blanco, um, nice. Ranch Waters. Nice. And I am uh, having uh, strictly medicinal hot toddy. Strictly so, medicinal. So Ranch Water just mm. had one recently. Uh, let's talk about that. What's okay. in the Ranch Water? Okay, so. Uh, it is uh, now. I do mine a little different than Jason. I thought does it would mine. be fruitier, but there's no fruit. No, no fruit there's at all. Lime. No, right. There's lime. There's lime. There's a lime. That's true. That's true. So it's for me. It's a it's a highball glass. It's one third tequila. Well, it's ice all the way to the top. One third mm-hmm. tequila. Two thirds. It's got to be Topo Chico. 
It has to be Topo Chico. It's got to be Topo Chico. Because it's because it's got a it's got a salinity to it that's necessary, I think, to to bring out the flavor in the tequila. So don't be afraid to use good tequila. Um, Topo Chico's Topo Chico's a brand. It's yeah. a it's a yeah. mineral water from Mexico. From Mexico. Oh, okay, yeah. don't know what that is. Yeah. What some people, Jason, use that other one. What's the other one? Agua. Because <laughs> it's not as good. Because Mexico is yeah. famous for having the best water. The best water. This water is very good. <laughs> no one's. They, you never get warned about drinking the water in Mexico, right? So there's not a. There's not so a I can only imagine how great their mineral water is. Named uh, after it. I'm, I'm barely certain this isn't Mexican tap water. That yeah. Making this out of. <laughs> there's no Montezuma's revenge That's happening. Right. I mean, we weren't even allowed to brush our teeth with their water, but now That's we're right. specifically asking for their best water. Okay. It is very good water. Their most, the fanciest water. Okay. <laughs> So that's it. So it's it's essentially a tequila highball. Um, that's right. In, in a, so just tequila, yeah. water, uh, lime. Squeeze a lime. Yeah. Squeeze a lime. Yep. Any kind of rim? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. nope. Yeah, and, and the brilliance about Topo Chico is it comes in a 12-ounce bottle. Mm-hmm. You can take a swig out of the bottle oh, and yeah. just pour the tequila and squeeze a oh, lime yeah. into the bottle. And, yep. then, and then you just have a cocktail to go. That's a classic way to do. It. You take an ounce and a half of the Topo Chico out by drinking it or pouring it into a deal. You, you put it, but the, the Topo or two Chico tastes tastes what like water? Like uh, it's a little water. salty. Yeah. Okay, so it's got a flavor. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I got it at Chili's. I don't think they're using Topo Chico. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. I think it was. I think it was like... lake water. It was literally lake ranch water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I was drinking. laughs> They're probably using like Truly or White Claw yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, a lime White Claw with with uh, uh, you know some whatever their bottom bottom shelf tequila is. Yeah, there are some strange. good canned ranch waters though that use real tequila. Um, the Tobo Chico ranch yeah. water canned is very good. Yeah. So it's tequila and water. Yes. Tequila and sparkling <laughs> water. Yeah. So like it is, it, but it is sparkling. So you're saying there is like carbonation? Yes. It's fizzy and okay. Chico is particularly fizzy, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it sounds fancy. It is not fancy. It is not it fancy. Is, it, is, it is ranch workers. Oh, no, believe me. Drink. You've not convinced me that it's worth the extra money to, to I think I can <laughs> make Next this time you're drink. in Phoenix, we can, we can do it up. Yeah, I think we'll I can do it make up. Because I was thinking it was going to be more like a lake water, <laughs> which is very different. Actually, out of the cow trough at the ranch. <laughs> no, I mean, I hear they serve lake water. What's a lake water? It's it's a dark blue green drink that I've oh. yeah, it's one of those. Which I like think should probably have more I've seen the number of effluent permits out here. I think it should probably be browner than it is, <laughs> but that's fine. Oh, I I'm see. Not... It, it's a drink name. Lake water is a lake name water. of a drink. Oh, okay. Lake water you can you can buy a lake water out here. Okay. And it's greener than it should be. Yeah. Probably. Checks out. All right, so let's go look <laughs> up. I'm gonna refill. All right. Well clap. Check my MMP pre-orders here. <laughs> like on a Richmond, when did that come up? I, I had to. I have to have that on my orders. I check my shit. Is that the new um... GCACW? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm sure I did it, but it's like I'm such an idiot. I sold above the clouds when I kind of was pausing my. 
Why would I ever sell that? Yeah, I mean, it's some of them are you're like, well, I haven't played it in how long, but yeah, you can't sell those. Well, I got like three hundred dollars for it. It was it was out of print at the time. Well, if they make it again, it'll be good. Should I get the overlay bundle and all the rest of this mm. ASL shit? You gotta. I, I think you can as long as how much how much ASL are you playing? <laughs> I'm not. I, I I'm buying a lot. Hmm. Playing is a Pat, you know, maybe you and I should play. Maybe we should hook up and play some ASL. I, I would love that. Actually, yeah. I would love that. I've never ever played before, so I would oh, need yeah. to learn. No, there's there's a bunch of great small scenarios that are. The problem is, then we always are like, oh, let's get into this big giant historical scenario. <laughs> uh, the actual small scenarios are, I think, how it was actually intended to be played. <laughs> I remember going the first time I ever went to Consim World. They were playing a beaches of Normandy scenario. I don't, I don't know which beach, but just the sheer size of the stacks. <laughs> oh yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome, and it was like at the end of the week, they were like, "Yeah, we've played about, I don't know, like an hour <laughs> or like I, I think they were saying like fourteen we're to minutes." The wall. <laughs> they they played like an hour of real time, and yeah, yeah. they yeah they were still landing. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but I mean, we, we when we did Red Barricades, we played a lot. We get a lot done, and the the key is too. You know, when you sit down for a big thing like that, uh, you you get really used to the rules, and then after a while, it becomes second nature, where you're just playing and rolling, playing and rolling, and it actually starts to go pretty quick. Uh, but That's it's the- one of those where you have to like sit down and play for three days. I would I would love. Dave to play some ASL with you. I'd also love to play some Labatel with you at some point also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing about SwankyCon is just kind of mm-hmm. playing a monster game for a week. You get your kind of light shit and get super hammered at at, at night. But yeah, during the day, t- there's it's tons of there's tons of little ASL scenarios that you can play, have like five squads against six squads and yeah, and they're well known. The nice thing is you can play it, and there's 800 other guys who are like, "Oh yeah, dude, that's a tough scenario." Or, uh, and the the because the, the biggest rap, because it's such a technical game, people assume uh, that oh, people who play ASL are going to be dicks. It's mm. the exact opposite. Like, sure. It, like for Labatai, for Napoleonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Napoleonic wargamers are the biggest fucking assholes really? in the fucking entire <laughs> wargaming industry. They are the really? worst. The worst. In miniatures, in all of it. They're terrible. Uh, but in, I, in, That's why I don't fuck with that friendship. But in ASL, uh, I'm telling you, they are the, the guys are really welcoming. They always are. You could, you could walk up to an ASL tournament probably and say, hey, I just was curious. And you might have a guy who just got knocked out of the tournament who'd be like, yeah, we'll just set up a little game. We can show yeah, cool. how it works. You know, they're cool. super friendly. The, uh, I mean, there is a lot on the internet. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on for ASL on the internet. Well, so part it's... of it is because I think they are a pretty good community. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Labatai, terrible. The worst. I mean, <laughs> it's incredible that with uh, Labatai, uh, and Clash of Arms, they have so many different sets of rules. We, mm-hmm. We've gone through this ad nauseum about how they change the rules every time because there has been so much groundbreaking research on how Napoleonic That's warfare right. was fought right. <laughs> since, <laughs> since 1805 that they have to change it. They're uh, still finding that new shit. So, so the, one, the one thing I'm hoping is that with uh, Terry Doherty's new game coming out, Glory and Empire, that yeah. that can create a series where we get a stable game that's fun does not change the rules every single fucking time 
and that can just go battle after battle after battle and start just developing it. Yeah, I back that. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, it should be good. Terry's great. Terry was the guy who ran the regs for Labatai. Uh, He's excellent. Super guy. Oh, and Pete knows him. You know, he's out in Northwest, so he's a known guy out there. I've met him. Great guy. Is this the lock and load game? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be the real deal. They're trying to make it, I think, like the regs, a better version of the regs that we use for love. love because, I mean, for people who aren't familiar, uh, at some point, Clash of Arms is like, well, we're not going to use the regs anymore. And then at least half the community was like, fuck off. We're still going to use it. <laughs> like, yeah, how often do you see a game designer say, we're changing the rules? And most of the gaming community says, right. yeah, we're not following it. Right. <laughs> we're just going to wait for you to make your games. And then we're going to develop our own adaptations of your rules. So, so let's unpack that for a second because I'm interested, right? So um, you've got the Mary Louise, you've got the Regs 30, right, and you've so got be- the even series. Before that, even before that, you had Clash of Arms and Martial Enterprises who mm-hmm. split. Mm-hmm. Same okay. kind of counter system, but they decided they were going to have their own rule sets. And I'm not sure I, if where I heard this, but I think they agreed that they were going to actually stay away from certain battles. Okay. So they divided certain battles up between each other. And that's why you have Labatai.me and Labatai.us, right, as the two sites? Right. So ME is Martial Enterprises. Clash of Arms does the other Labatai stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Labatai, I think, personally, I feel like they're they're components as far as for the Clash of Arms stuff, as far as counters, maps, were better than Martial Enterprises. Um, So I always stuck with them. And... Uh, in, at, when it came to Borodino, they had the regs. They did the okay. Labatile de Moscowa, right? Okay. So okay. here's another fucking annoying thing that they do. They don't call it the actual battle name mm. that we would know, right? So, like Mont Saint Jean is not right. Water. You're gonna you're gonna sell Labatai de Mont Saint Jean. Mm-hmm. You sell a thousand copies. You want to call it the Battle of Waterloo? You're going to sell like fucking 5,000 copies. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Like, are you a fucking moron? Yeah. Like, you don't understand that the title of the movie, like, <laughs> like if 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 it, the movie was going to be called The Avengers and you decided to call it Les Avengers or, <laughs> or Those Who Might Avenge, like, one of them is going to sell more. You know, it's just so. So, my point is. Uh, so, so yeah, so here, here's the people, the financial minds that we have behind these, these game designs. So we've already split at ME and, uh, mm-hmm. Clash of Arms, uh, La Bataille de Muscawa, uh, which almost no Americans who are English, who are probably the biggest buying markets can really pronounce without <laughs> feeling uncomfortable. Um, they get. The regs, which at that point was the original system. Mm-hmm. And then they wanted to make a newer system. They called it the Marie Louise system. Okay. And, and the Marie Louises were like the young uh, recruits that were sent out like to fight in the battles of 1813, 1814, 1814. So okay. as you're learning it, they're almost embarrassing you by calling you like some pathetic little recruit <laughs> who might rout at the first whiff of gunpowder. Noob. <laughs> so then they come out. I think it was Dresden was the next one that came out. Mm-hmm. At that point, they decided they were coming out with a new edition of the rules. They completely shit canned the Marie Louise rules that okay. they were developing for new players. And so now the regs players were like, well, what happened to the regs? We don't agree with the changes. 
And this is when I started to realize <laughs> that something was wrong with the company, you know, as far as its mm -hmm. development went. And so I think it was Terry, Terry Darty might have come out with a version for the regs that basically said, hey, here's what you can use the regs for this game. Okay. So then they just kept going. They had a Quattro Bra, a Ligny, yep. a bunch of them that came out. And all of them, then they would just make a variation. Now, Marie Louise doesn't always get a variation because no one gives a shit about it. The regs players don't fucking care about Marie Louise. <laughs> so that's basically what happened with the whole system. Does so, anybody play 5th edition, though, Dave? Some people do when they buy the game. So they buy okay. the game. They say, oh, there's rules in this game. As a normal human being, you wouldn't be like, do I immediately need to research and see if there's an alternate <laughs> set of rules I should be using? <laughs> So I've got Mont Saint Jean coming, uh, yeah. the deluxe edition, which has got Laligna and Quattro Bra let's built be into it. Let's just call it. Let's call it the Battle of Waterloo. Yeah, we got. I've got Waterloo coming, mm -hmm. which includes all three of the lead up battles to water to, mm -hmm. to Waterloo. All three battles of Waterloo. Good stuff. Um, that means you can fight Quattro Bra. Uh, you can fight uh, Ligny. Mm -hmm. Ligny, Liney. I don't know. But I'm assuming I'm going to play with Rex, right? You will play with Rex. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good, not printed out the right thing. Absolutely, yeah. Regs charts. Uh, other annoying stuff is uh, you want to fight with the Hundred Years War charts. Okay. The regs, uh, which I think you can get off the line. I can send it to you now. For okay. the when we ran that, we ran this game at the convention. That's why it's mm -hmm. fresh in my mind. So I had laminated everything. I had everything spiral clipped, so mm -hmm. you guys could just roll right through it. Didn't have to worry about the charts. Um, even on those charts, though, there are typos that I know are uh, wrong based on uh, what I've seen in the development of the rules. So I would have to write on it. And I've tried to be like, hey, can someone change this to, to the way it should be? Like as far as a value or something? No. Because no one's supporting <laughs> it. Especially now that Terry's doing his own set. He's not going to go back and try to support sure. the other guy. Sure. So, so you do, do you suspect that the community moves to Terry's new game yes, system? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Okay, I good. Think then all I'm the really glad players, I backed it then. I think, and I have not really, they, they wanted to, they were interested initially in bringing me on as a developer uh, mm. for Glory and Empire, and I was not interested because I'm like, I'm retired. You should you do that. Do it. You should I, do I'm that. I'm going to retire a little bit. No, I knew it'd be a lot of work. That's going to be a boon for lock and load, though. If, yeah. if they get that influx of Napoleon. Oh, it's going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, that's, also, that's because a, Terry, also, Terry, Terry knows his shit. I mean, Terry is not going to be a guy who puts out a game that's not quality. It's going to nice. be awesome. Good for them. He's going to do a great job. So well, I think that's a great, because they're good at graphics. I think Lock and Load is really good at putting out a quality graphic product. Mm -hmm. and Terry is on top of shit for stuff like that. So. Well, yeah, the uh, like all the players' aid stuff looks fantastic on this. Right. And, and, and honestly, you know, the real reason I would never have been, I would not have been the primary developer on this project, but I would never have done any kind of development on the project because Terry probably needs to be a saint at the end of this project because what did I say about Napoleonics gamers? They are <laughs> fucking absolute assholes. Like, and you don't want to be subscribed to everything on BGG I and have to answer I've read this book yeah. about how the Voltig years could shoot this far, and you said they can only shoot this. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, you, it's like They're the worst. Spanish troops in 1806 were differently trained to form line than in 1805, and so you should modify this chart. They're the fucking worst... That's the perfect old grog voice, by the way. I don't know. That is, I, well, whatever I the, hear that in my head. That's where the grog-tard phrase came in. We used to always do the grog-tard. I get that you're not allowed to use some words. Grog-tard is absolutely an okay word to use. Because no one is medically, that's that's okay. I'm no, saying that's Nobody's okay getting, 
Because I dealt with it. When Rick and I played Muscawa at a, when we were at Consum World, mm. the one where Rick started screaming at the guy who was walking around with my Imperial Guard units in his hand uh, around the convention. What? Um, yeah. Yeah, well, that's an episode to be listened to at another time. But uh, <laughs> the guy would walk around in the the convention with my counters from my game in his hand. Oh no! So, yeah, that's so, when that that was an out of the boat experience. Yes, very yeah, much. carefully to go. We, out of the we boat. didn't go to Consum World after that year. I don't think. <laughs> Was that the was was that the we all got drunk here <laughs> that formed this so. thing? Is that so. when we had our own room in the back? Yeah, we, yeah when we yeah we played uh, what balls was it? deep. Yeah, balls deep. But yeah, a so lot I of think I, th- I think the Terry thing is going to be uh, Terry Doherty's project is going to be very. Ex- I'm excited about it. I have not delved a whole lot in because I already have so much brain power like occupied by Labatai. Mm. I need to see the game, get it. I'm hoping it's going to be similar. Is so Lobatai's D66, right? Yeah. So this is not. This looks like a D100. I don't think Lobatai, I don't think you need to have a game that's D66. I think that okay. throws a lot of again. Yeah. Here's the other thing, uh, Matt. Like mm. I don't know. Should you call something a turn sequence or <laughs> the chronology of battle? Oh, Jesus like, Christ! Which things are going to confuse asshole. people more? If you like, call your sequ- your sequence <laughs> of play the chronology of battle, I am fucking, out. Yeah. Right. Well, the fucking rule books are still in French. Uh, like the title pages are still in French. Or like no. the few. The, uh, Go uh, sit uh, on it. So. And no, they mix you. it throughout the rules where you're like, I'm not giving you any more more any more of my money. Oh, what you don't. But if you want to do the chronology of battle, the chronology then? of battle. How dare you? So dumb. How dare the you? Dumbest thing. You fucking it's asshole. It's like it's like no one no one has patented turn sequence. <laughs> like, like why else would you change that? <laughs> and we we just mock it relentlessly. When like it's almost like I'll be honest. And this is for people out there listening to think like, hey, these guys play a lot of tide. Like are these guys stodgy. We, I would say, we actually play stodgy. We are not. We, we might know. be assholes. We play, but we are not we play Labatai ironically. <laughs> <laughs> like as we're playing it, we are mocking everything that the rules designers do because we're like, we're like, I'm rolling this dice because, of course, it would totally make sense to have to roll dice in this situation. <laughs> So, so if you if you listen, you're like, yeah, like some of these guys seem like they're just a pain in the ass. We might be your kind of group. That you hang <laughs> we are, yeah, we are not stopping. Definitely, we're definitely your kind of group. <laughs> so now, now, Dave, do you play bar? I do. I have. Okay. And I, do I have the games? Yes. As I'm leaning back and seeing, I have uh, Luthen, Colon, mm-hmm. Monmouth, yep. Molwitz, yep. Plantsnoy. Fontenoy, Fontenoy, yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking already from Waterloo, Plantsnoy. <laughs> it's Fontenoy. So I've got a bunch. I like it. I, I'm interested in it for the Revolutionary War stuff. Yeah, and, and that's the next one. I think that's going to be really interesting. The like the next volume is going to be like six battles of the American Revolution. I think it's going to be really cool. Yeah, but that's I, a system that has good control over it. Yeah, yeah. They're not trying to change the rules because again. Yeah. What group of war gamers are not interested in that period? Yeah. The fucking grog tards. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm really, really liking the like 1700s, 18th century stuff it's right fun. now. Yeah. It's Frederick deep into it. Yeah. Yep. Or, or early. It's like, I, I like, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm a Francophile. So, yep. but I, but it gives me a little war of the Austrian succession where I can, oh, have, yeah. I can have Sachs, yep. who's yep. good. Yep. Nobody likes getting their shit Marshall kicked by Marlboro all, all, all series long, but I mean, 
<clears throat> have you played a? And this is nowhere in the same realm as Bar or or Lobato, Um But have you played Levy and Mass solo? No. Mm. You might dig it. It's a it's a solo game. Uh, Worthington just put out a deluxe version of it. Uh, came out of Kickstarter last month, I think. Uh, but it was a original. Ah, uh, what's that company that used to Victory Point Games? Victory Point Games, yeah, yeah. Oh, BPG. yeah. Yep. I and admire them. They're and it's part of that, which Jason helped me out here. States uh, of Siege. States of Siege. Thank you. <laughs> oh, is that where you'd be attacked by like thousands, like the Zulu War thing? Yep, exactly like that. Yeah, like same you've got system. five yeah. tracks Familiar converging on Paris. Yep. Excellent. I, I'm the revolu- or the uh, French Revolution is is kind of a has been a blank spot in my historical knowledge right. and uh that's a it's a pretty interesting gateway into it i'm 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 enjoying it if you play the cards in order it plays the french revolution in the same oh, historical cool. cadence of it mm-hmm. now the game itself you shuffle uh, eventually but if the first couple times you play if you play the cards in numerical order it plays the french revolution in historical order which i think is really interesting well that is cool yeah I know a lot about Ital- uh, uh, Napoleon's Italian campaigns, so that's why that's interesting. I like the whole aspect of the military aspect of the revolution, right? Know, getting right. the rev- the volunteers out there, better skirmishers, you know, all right. that stuff. Yeah, the game does a pretty good. A pretty and good I like the analog chopping off of heads. Yes, so you I'm like here that for the it too. Yes. Yeah. There's I like, a lot I like of the, I like the counter-revolution part yeah. where the revolutionaries <laughs> win, and then they're like, "Which of us are we going to kill now?" That's right. Now we have to kill all of our. <laughs> Who's let's kill all the Jacobites, yeah. right? All the guys that got us where we are today. Yeah, let's kill right. off all that's the right. Jacobites and re-educate <laughs> everybody else. Man, there were there's a great podcast. I can't remember what was the podcast that was about the French Revolution. The guy did a fantastic. I think just revolutions, right? Is, is that, it, is it revolution series? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I used to listen to that when I drove to work uh, before I retired. Maybe that encouraged me to retire you know, about the revolution. Podcast uh, called Revolutions. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Okay. I'm looking that up right now. Oh, yeah. Right? Isn't that what it was, Jason, where you went through all the French yeah. Revolution part? Mm-hmm. That yeah. Was first. <laughs> is that Cameron? That's Cameron. Okay. Hi, Cameron. Get, get a little bit closer. Keep going. <laughs> Cameron, what podcast is that? <laughs> He's talking about Avatar. Cameron. Oh no! I want, I want, I want to go see on December sixteenth. I want mm-hmm. to see the um the second Avatar. Avatar two with you. Okay. Wow, bad idea, Cameron. I think no, maybe, I think it's uh, going to be great. Mm, maybe be yeah, maybe we can do it. Okay. Uncle, D- Uncle Dave you. says it's going to be really bad. <laughs> hey, how do you feel about gasoline cars? <laughs> He can't, he can't hear you guys. Oh, okay. Darn it. That's good. <laughs> I love you. Good night. Yeah, he, he told my mother a lot on Thanksgiving. As she she took him to the store and she told, or he told my mother-in-law, I haven't been in a gas car in forever. Even Matt and Shauna have a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and, that's my wife and I, by the way. <laughs> Matt, I, I didn't tell you they bought a Y today. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Shame. Yeah. They shamed into electric car. I would take that so kid funny. out in my Ram truck on the highway. <laughs> he would never want a different kind of car ever. <laughs> With your Prius repellent bumper sticker on Aero suspension. Aero suspension, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Hemi. We'll go. <laughs> <V8>. 
<laughs> just in case we have to pull something, Cameron. That's just in, in case, case you never in know. case your mommy's car breaks down in an emergency. In who's gonna pull her car with? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think the three was would smoke you. Mm. That's pretty funny. Off fast. the line for sure. So not to not to shit on the podcast. not not to shit on the, all this French stuff going on. There's a there's a quiz. Oh, oh shit! Oh, this shit. is the furthest I think we've ever gotten. I think so. Yeah, we're, we're an hour, look, <laughs> fifteen in. Jason's really like, hoping Jason's you guys like, would Dave, forget. Dave normally mentions this, but Matt, <laughs> he's maybe I don't know, Matt. Maybe Jason's a little jealous. He's like, I don't know if I, I like how much Dave and Matt are getting too much. much. <laughs> All this French stuff. We got, we got a soundtrack here. Guys. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, up. There is a quiz. Yeah, but I was really hoping we'd skip this part. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. So you have a choice, Matt. Mm. I'd like Jason has to take all the responsibility now. <laughs> I know. I, I took the reins. <laughs> so you can choose Dave, which is probably the better idea to help you, or you can pick Dave to give you the quiz. So I have it on some good authority that I should pick Dave to help me on this one. So I think historically pick... that's been the, the correct yeah. answer. <laughs> Sometimes people like to mix it up. We have data. We have data. We have not uh, seen a lot of mixing. <laughs> send me over the Power BI dashboard. I'm going to need to check. That's right. I'll, I'll send you the deck. All right. Thanks. <laughs> I'm going to pick Dave. Thank you. <laughs> Matt's a good friend. I know. I, I think guys mostly do it because they know what we prefer. <laughs> I, I, I do appreciate it. We're all like, like I'm. They like. I don't. Dave doesn't want to read the questions, <laughs> and I really don't want to answer them. <laughs> so this is called the Turkey Coma Podcast Quiz. Okay. You guys ready for this? Yes. We always start with t- time for name that opposing commander. Mm. I'll give you a battle. I'll tell you who my commander is. You tell me who your commander is. Mm-hmm. The Battle of Crocus Field, 353 BC. <laughs> my commander is Ono Marchos. Who is yours? No idea. None. Final answer? Yes. Easy enough. I love this. This is great. Philip II of Macedon. Mm, Of course. I guess, yeah. The Macedonians. Uh, The Battle of Versailles, which sounds French, but 101 BC. Uh, In Missouri, (laughs) we pronounce that Versailles. (laughs) This is not, it's not even an S in there. It's V-E-R-C-E-L-L-A-E. We found that Vercellis. Vercellis. 101 BC, my commander is Bullerix. Who is yours? Oh my God. No idea. None. This is, this is a known name. Okay. So what's the year? Caesar. 101. 101, BC. It could be Hannibal. Uh, mm, could be could a be. Fabius. Could be... I'm not that, not some... that well known. Xerxes? 101 BC? Maybe. Moses. I have no idea. I'd guess it. Moses? No, no not Moses. <laughs> 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 I guess with Matt, we've had some great chemistry. I think we should let this be recorded. So let's, okay. let's not mess around. All Come right. On. You got this. All right. All right. So... But what do you want to say? You said Xerxes. That's fine. Xerxes. Gaius Marius. Oh, uh, Marius. Yeah. Marian reforms. Yeah. Or the Marian reforms. But who cares? It's a but dead language. But who cares? Language. It's a dead language. <laughs> it's a dead language. 
a little bit more in my wheelhouse here. The Battle of Second St. Albain, 1461, from the Men of Iron Tripack, Blood and Roses. Mm. Mm. My commander is Henry Beaufort, Duke of Somerset, who is yours. Mm. (laughs) No idea. Could be a king. Don't know. Could be. I don't know. This is this is one I would get correct. It's the mm. Earl of Orwick, which is all I would know. Richard okay. Neville. Neville. Oh, Neville. Okay. Earl of Orwick. Okay. Battle of Cheriton, 1644. Matt, you mm. just bought Musket and Pike Dual Pack. I did. My commander is Patrick Ruthven, the Earl of Forth. Who, <laughs> who is your commander? I have no idea. <laughs> Dave? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> These are these are uh, like are all of them. Come on, Braxton. It's, history it's happened it's after so eighteen hundred. <laughs> uh, Sir William Waller, mm. you know that oh, that old that, that old guy. chestnut. Yeah, and Probably. the Battle of Imphal, nineteen forty four. Mm. My commander yeah. is Masakasu Kawabe. Who is yours? Your commander is British, slim. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> it is slim. William Slim. Nice. Wow. Steve. Good job. Okay, you should have. I mean, shouldn't have you be? No, you to... said the right answer. Jesus. <laughs> after after those like, four train wrecks. Recorded. You're like after an hour and forty five minutes. I would like <laughs> we this have to, to be keep going. William Slim. Nice. <laughs> Good job. The whole time I was just saying, please don't say William Slim because I do not know the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> It's in Burma. I had no idea who it was. Nice. All right. We're going to mix it up a little bit. Which war is it? Mm. Name the war or conflict that each listed battle is associated with. Right. It doesn't get much easier. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The yeah, battle Braxton, of... Braxton needs to like ease it up a little bit. Like, What no. battle was fought at Gettysburg, Pennsylvania? <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't give you the year. That's right. So then it's a little bit harder. That's right. <laughs> the Battle of Drapania, 249 BC. It's 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 gotta be like what Alexander the Great or Philip or something, right? <laughs> Think big. Think big. Think big. Two forty nine BC. It's gotta be Alexander. Gotta be Alexander. What's the name of the war? Oh geez. Uh Peloponnesian? Oh, that's a good one. Guess yeah. that. Can you zoom in a little bit? Uh, second Peloponnesian War. It's the first. Oh, oh shit. So close. 50-50. Don't worry, Matt. We're still recording. We're fine. <laughs> no, that was good. I don't I don't even know that I, that I would say second. Who knew? Who knew there were more than one? <laughs> there Guys in their parking lots right now are <laughs> like, right. well, they're actually technically like two, two minor wars. <laughs> Go to work. <laughs> the coffee's done, Dave. Dave. Wow. <laughs> the Battle oh. of As- Ascalon, 1099 AD. Oh, my Lord. Oh my Are God. there going to be no modern wars? Okay, 1099 AD. Ascalon. Okay. I just Sounds like Crusades. Like I'm thinking Crusades. Okay. Crusades. Oh, no. No. Yeah, uh, name a Crusade. Well, Hastings was 1066. To Ascalon, and so we have to name. It's got to be the first one, right? Mm-hmm. 
It is the first crusade. Yes. First crusade. I'm thinking they just fucking invaded England. <laughs> they How just much room finished. did the Christians have right. for another yeah. fucking yeah. crusade? <laughs> and like that that is one of those things that I realized recently. Like, holy shit, like that was thirty years later. Yeah. And they're like, hey, let's go take That's a big upheaval. Yeah. yeah. It's it's flooring me lately how like a hundred years isn't really that long <laughs> when, you, when you when you look back in the in the historical warfare. I mean, well, definitely not when you look at the questions we get because you think we have <laughs> way more modern questions than the ancient questions. I don't think we've had guess. anything earlier than twelve hundred. No. Nope. Uh, the Battle of Patay mm. or Patay fourteen twenty nine P A T A Y. Goose liver? Which, which war? Patay, yeah, nice. 1429, can we get a spelling? What was the spelling? P-A-T-A-Y. Patay, 1429. Mm. 1429. It's got to be like, so this is around the time that, when did Columbus sail? Uh... 1492. 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. So 1429, so we're thinking like it could be the Italian wars. Could that be the Reconquista? No, but they were, I think, but they sent Columbus, right? So I think they were. 1482 to 1492, I'm looking at Granada's box. That's the only reason why I know this date. No, don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) You can use your game boxes, just don't use the internet. It's right here in well, front of me. I, I have the MMP uh, pre-order sale thing on my, on my thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I mean, I I don't I don't had they that recently. Like again, though, like you're saying, it could be that they had just taken over the continent. and They're trying mm-hmm. to like make a move, but what was the year again? Hey, fourteen twenty nine. P a t a y. P a t a y. I have no what idea where that is. It? Yep. What war is it? Christ. Well, it's before all the major European wars. So. Does it involve the Turks? I, I would guess the Italian War. Mm-hmm. The Italian War. Let's go that. Hundred Years War. Mm. How do you spell it? P A T A Y. Or hundred. Hundred is H U. The Battle of Mohacs. I mean, the Tay. Patay is a minor battle of the fucking Hundred Years War, yes. to be honest. Right. Like yeah. Agincourt. Mm-hmm. Right. Get, get, yeah. Patay. Yeah. Get, get uh, on the Cressy. big one. Cressy. Yeah, get, Cressy. Get, let's, let's, let's hit it. The Battle of Mo, Mohacks. Mohacks. 1526. 100, 100 years later. So Braxton is getting more angry as it's so years go on. Rough. Mohacks. It's M-O-H-A-C-S. Mm-hmm. No idea. What's the what's the year? Fifteen twenty six. Um. Jesus, it's it's not a great period. <laughs> like it's there's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, you could just do thirty years war, but that's going to be more sixteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going to fall between the Thirty Years' War? I have no idea. Mm. Great Northern War? I don't know. That's later. No, that's in the late 16th to 17th. That's not going to be it. I don't know what it is. Any guess, Matt? No. No. No idea. This is not my area. Ottoman Habsburg's Wars. Mm. Lord. 
is that a, actually a war? I don't know. I mean, weren't they fighting? You're for asking years? the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write it. All right, the Battle of Havana, 1748. Okay. This has maybe the best name to war ever. Is this the War of Jenkins' Ear? This is the War of Jenkins' Ear. Oh. <laughs> Nailed it. Nice. But also the War of Austrian Succession, right? I think it's the same war, isn't it? Same Who knows? Yeah. It's a dead language. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> English is a dead language. English. <laughs> All right. I think this is a new one. My kids would argue now that English is a dead language. They're like, mm-hmm. like you're saying it wrong. It's so a living that's language. Like, that's not how they say it on TikTok. <laughs> I think this is a new question. All right. It's time for name that German ace. So real oh. quick, where are we? Are we two? I think we got two right. Uh, three right. Three right. Nice. All right. I feel better. All right. Name the German military persona that is described in each paragraph. And they're all German aces. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Buckle up. Honored. I don't think they wore seatbelts. I feel like you got this from Hollywood. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like there's collaboration. Nice. I'm here for it. Honored as the father of the German fighter air force, he is credited with 14 aerial victories. Before being killed in action in 1916, he is closely meant. He closely mentored Manfred von Richthofen. Who is he? But there, goes so, my, there goes my guess. Yeah, it's not. It's not the Red Baron, apparently. <laughs> no idea. Is Fokker a guess? Can you guess Fokker? Like, I think that's the name of the guy who made the planes, but I don't know. You can guess no. whatever you want. Manfred von Schnickelschersen. So close. Von something or other. No idea. Oswald Oswald Bolke. B O E L C K E. Is Braxton trying to make the quizzes harder? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I they don't need to be harder. Me. He's so like, hard. if you keep bugging me every month to make these <laughs> fucking quizzes. In January of 1944, he was awarded the Knight's Cross with oak leaves for the destruction of 117 tanks up to that point of World War II. Oh, However. Geez. His legend was cemented on June 13th, 1944, during the Battle of Villers-Bocage. While in command of a Tiger I tank, this is a German fighter ace, by the way. While in command of a Tiger I tank, he destroyed 14 tanks, 15 armored personnel carriers, and two anti-tank guns in 15 minutes. Who is he? So I cannot remember the name, but I'm telling you, there's scenarios that are based on this. And uh, Baron von Badass. No, it's, it's yeah, seriously. It's a uh, God. What the fuck is the guy's name? I'm just old at this point. Mm-hmm. It is an old thing. I feel you. Hauptmann. It's not like because Piper keeps coming in, but that's because he's in the the in the the same theater. But it's uh, God damn, what is the guy's name? 
He destroyed like they were all in a row on a road. It was, I mean, it was a good move, but it wasn't like part of the problem was that the the Shermans were in a bad position. (laughs) (laughs) British World War Two. I'm rooting for you, Dave. It's a famous engagement. Oh, I'm gonna be so pissed when I hear it. I know I'm gonna fucking go nuts. I'm enjoying watching his brain work. What do the guy's name start? Like, I don't want to give up on it because I know it's somewhere in the deep reaches of my brain. Uh, it's in there. I know. It's going through all the crazy. The problem is there's so many terrible Germans. It's like. So many terrible Germans. You're like Eichmann. You're going down through. You're trying to go through names. It's like, you're like never want to forget Eichmann, right? So don't forget that name. That fills up spots. Oh. <laughs> this isn't Eichmann. I know it's not. Um, shit. I, I can't remember. I, I know the exact conflict. I know I know it, but I can't remember. You can see it on the map. Michael the Whitman. Yep. Mm. Whitman's tiger. I think Whitman's tiger is like a fucking scenario in itself. <laughs> I wouldn't have known it. I wouldn't have guessed it, so I feel better. Okay. I wouldn't have guessed it either. No shit. No shit, man. (laughs) He is considered considered the first German World War I flying ace, and along with another German ace, was the first aviator to be awarded the Por Le Merit, the Blue Max. A common flying tactic used during World War One is named for him. Who is he? Himmelman. Nice. That is correct. Max is that Himmelman. correct? Yeah. Boom. Good job, Daddy. Nice. <laughs> have you played ropes. a lot of? Have you played games like that with the aces and like World War One aces? Uh, I used to play Dom Patrol when I was a kid. Okay. We didn't talk about where I got all my original. Uh, Role-playing games, I, I shoplifted them from a tobacco shop. Oh, well, good for you, because I stole all my games from my social studies teacher. Yeah, there you go. It's a lot of, a lot of shoplifting. <laughs> and it's good. a move in Knights of the Air. You can you can yeah. do the Immelman. <laughs> yeah, it's a specific turn. Yeah. I, always knew, I always knew Matt and I had something common. <laughs> deep, deep in our hearts, Thievery. we thieves. <laughs> Thievery. <laughs> He was the last commander of the Josta. Is it Josta or Hosta? Josta one, and a recipient of the Merit in the last days of World War One. He refused to surrender the aircraft in his squadron. Many of his pilots crash landed their planes to keep them from falling into enemy hands. Who is he? Mm. He went on to other stuff later. <laughs> Probably Gearing. <It's> Gearing. <laughs> Braxton doesn't doesn't mention those things here, but Sounds he like went gearing. into other things. It is, it is Herman Gearing. Oh wow, he went on to other things. I mean, he, I like he, the, he that's stuff. putting it as I like I like the idea that you're like we're not going to crash, we're going to crash all our planes, we're going to surrender them. But it's like then you have no planes, and you're kind <laughs> of like still, yeah, there's still no planes. You're not making that much of a difference. <laughs> He is considered the most successful fighter ace in the history of aerial warfare. During World War II, he flew 
1,404 combat missions and participated in aerial combat on 825 separate occasions. He is credited wow. with shooting down a total of 352 Allied aircraft. Like, how can that be possible? Like, wow. What's one his guy. combat factor? What's that guy's combat <laughs> Wow. One guy. <sighs> so who is he? Who is he? You tell me. And I'm sorry, what country, from what country? Germany. He's German. Yeah. He's a German ace, a super ace, actually. Okay. Yeah. Is like, is Schmeling a name? Is that a name that pops up? <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> you guys have anything? Smell my finger? Nothing for me. <laughs> I should know him, considering how successful he's been. Seriously. But... Eric Hartman. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's very close good. to a South Park character. Classic, I, would have, I, would have, I would have expected at least a Vaughn, whatever. I guess. Right. Yeah. Commoner. Yeah. yeah. Commoner. <laughs> Who put that guy in an airplane? Must, oh, have wow. late, must have been late in the war. Made it. Made it. I guess all the Vaughns have already been shot down. <laughs> They're dead already. There was no count hoods left for him. They're like, okay, that's it, Goldberg. Get in the fighter. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up, Buttercup. Buckle up. Dave, tell us what time it is. Is it time for bonus? It is. Oh. Already. Can somebody explain the bonus to me? I, I'm never sure how it works. I'm not sure how it works. I mean, like, <laughs> I think this is our chance to really score some extra points for free. I don't think that's how it works, though, if I've listened to the podcast before. Well, they're all listening to they're Jason. Bonus. Jason will explain it to us, Matt. Oh, well. I'm excited. I will give you more questions, though. Where the <laughs> fuck was I killed? Name the battle where each listed military commander was killed. Well, oh. that was a really that was a really Should uh, be easy. quick explanation. <laughs> when I give the quiz, you give the explanation. You, you punted it back. I'm going to continue the podcast. <laughs> That's how this works. This will count for you and against you. Okay. All right. Uh, I might have to put this in the chat. Name the battle where each listed military commander was killed. Okay. So you're going to tell me a battle. After I tell you a commander, this commander is someone whose name I can't really pronounce. They were killed apparently in 295 BC. Mm. <laughs> Their name is Plutius Plu- <laughs> Decius Mus. Oh no. So you tell me what battle Plebius Decius Mus was killed in. Mus. Could you imagine that being your last name? Mus. Mr. Like, Mus. Like M-U-S? M-U-S. Like Plebius Maximus isn't bad enough, but Mus is your last name. Like like in a language that has Maximus. Like ending with and Mus. Decius bad. Mus. Publius Decius Mus. Mus. I will dignify with that. Mus. Mus. Um, I don't know. Anything? Come on. The Battle of Sentinum. Where does he even get this stuff? I don't know. I don't know. He he wrote an algorithm? I hope so. I'm sure some historical archive. It's some historical (laughs) archive. The script. Uh, uh, Charles I de Albrecht. Okay. What battle? Was he killed in? D'Albret. D'Albret. Uh, 
Just I, I would guess Ashen Corp. Mm. I'm fine with that. Matt would know if he had come over a couple weeks ago. It mm. is the Battle of Agincourt. We were oh, going to play the Battle of Agincourt. We, we were. We were. That is correct. Fucking COVID. Is that the Constable of Fucking France? Fucking COVID. That's the Constable of France, isn't he? Charles sure. Albrecht. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I even know what fucking role he had. <laughs> yes. I know my fucking French hundred-years war bitches. Bullshit. I got my Constable. two fingers up no, right he's, now. He's the one who's like, okay, everybody, here's what we're going to do. We're going to all lie. And then he's like, oh my he's God, like, they're no, attacking no, no, already. No. He's like, they're already attacking. What's going on? <laughs> he's like, we're going to do a very serious attack. It's like the drunk guy. No, no. Sh- and it, sh- sh- and sh- it, sh- it's like 9 a.m. Be cool. And, Be cool. and then they start shooting all the arrows. He's like, no. So here's, so we're going to all get online. And then he's like, oh my God, what are they doing? And all the knights just start attacking while he's trying to <laughs> the <ball. laughs> It's like Leroy Jenkins all That's along right. the French line. <laughs> He goes, uh, oh, well, let's all go. Let's all go. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. I actually painted that guy. I have a miniature for him. Nice. William Travis. Mm-hmm. The Alamo. battle was William Travis killed. Alamo. It does sound like an Alamo name, doesn't it? I, I agree. It is the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Was that a guess, Dave, or did you know that? Oh, I know it. That's just okay. like... I like. I know a William Travis. That's not like a a, a historical name. To I me. also know that he had a sexually transmitted disease at the time. Do nice. you really? Yeah. Based on his journals, so he was trying to get treatment back and forth. Probably chlamydia. Nice. He had fun. <laughs> yes, yeah, Wild West. You yeah. do what you got to do. It was a war crime against the Texans. That's fine. Mm. <laughs> How about Patrick Cleburne? Oh, here we go. Oh, I'm on this one. Okay, you got this. Yep. Hit it. Patrick Cleaver? Is that yep. it? Yep. You war, tell me war? what battle he was killed in. Battle, not war. Uh, Franklin. It is the Battle of Franklin. Yes. He almost killed himself, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd been accused of cowardice by Bragg. Really? Yeah, so he made a point of not being mm-hmm. afraid. And uh, I think a lot of people can learn a lot of lessons from him. From him. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between brave and just committing yeah. suicide. <laughs> and how about A.P. Hill? Mm-hmm. What right. battle was A.P. Hill killed in? Oh, this is going to be late. Uh Matt, do you have any ideas? You got some, no. some silver. Matt, Matt's just like, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be late in the war, I would say. Spotsylvania? Mm. Atlanta? Spotsylvania. Let's go with that. Petersburg. Oh, mm. so at the very end. Yeah, who knew? Yeah. Very, God, very end. He almost made it. So close. That's, That's so AP so, Hill. AP so Hill close. also seems like the kind of guy, and I've heard this, that would just run into the combat and just get killed at the end. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, for honor. He, he's like, yeah, I just don't want to live in a world where I can't <laughs> enslave other people. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not worth living. I'm not willing to accept that. <laughs> that gentleman is seven. That's pretty wow. solid. That's a solid showing. Hmm. Great job, Dave. But that I feel like once he came up to like the modern times, we did okay. But yeah. God, a lot of that, that ancient shit is rough. I, I mean, 
you never realize how many years we've been on this planet. Until Braxton <laughs> Too starts many. asking those fucking quizzes. Several billion. Which Cro-Magnon clan? <laughs> yeah. Grog, what what uh, battle did you die in? Yeah. The Battle of the Gorilla Skulls. That's right. Whatever that battle was at the beginning of 2001. That's right, yeah. The Battle of the Obelisk. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, I'm ready for another drink break. <laughs> oh yeah, break. I gotta pee. Sure, Let's do that. All right, we're, we're not animals here. That's right. <laughs> Everyone gets pee breaks. Appreciate that. rules. <laughs> SEC has rules. All right, let's go. I'm also back, sir. Uh, this one's going to be really long, dude. It's going to be long. Because <laughs> uh, the, we have to talk about the convention. Yeah. We have to talk about Thanksgiving. Nice. Like, there's just a lot of yeah. shit. I know Matt has like some reviews, too. So, yeah, it's so, going to be a long one. Let's yeah, go. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to review anything. I'm just going to talk about what I'm playing because yeah. I think we're going to be like way long. Yeah. So, this might be the longest one we've ever done. We're we're like halfway there already. So, because once Matt and I start talking, it's like uh, we'd already got. I love like it. An hour, yep. Yep. An hour before <laughs> even the quiz started. That's good shit. You back, Should Matt? We... Is Matt here? Should we do a, a con recap? Yeah, I think we do. Thanks. Let's do a little Thanksgiving talk, and then let's do a convention recap. Love Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. So. It's my best. I love it. And Monica has gotten to where she just kills it. Like she just nails it. She knows how to cook everything, do all the stuff I like. And uh, for the last like two years, I think we were kind of, yeah. You know, I was trying to be cool because we'd moved. I moved her from California to Missouri, so I was like, let's go out. So she didn't have to do anything. And uh, then she would see me sit in there eating the food like, uh, this is fucking terrible. Oh, it's just, yeah. It's just That's not rough. Good. Like, I like, I'm, I'm one of these guys where if I get, like, hey, dude, I ate army food. I, I, I can eat anything, basically. <laughs> um, but when I sit down for Thanksgiving, it's it's a meal that I, it's my favorite holiday. Yeah. I, I expect certain there's, dishes. There's an expectation. <laughs> I don't expect any variations off those dishes. I don't want any experimenting. <laughs> yeah, or don't worry. Like, that's yeah, not no, the time. No. Or the, if that's, if that you're going to riff on a dish that needs to be put off, that's an auxiliary dish. That's right. It's not going to be one of our <laughs> main right. dishes. We're doing. That's right. So we do like turkey. We do the yams with the marshmallows. We yep. do the wet stuffing. We do the yep. the macaroni and cheese with sweet corn mixed in. Oh, uh, we do wow. the green I'm beans. Here for that. We do the traditional green beans with the milk and the heavy cream and the, the uh, crispies on top, the casserole. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do all that, and we do the crescent rolls with the little cheese mixes in there. Yeah, the crescent rolls. That's how we roll. So yum. I expect all of that to be on yep. the platter yep. to go in. And then my wife makes the gravy from, from scratch from the turkey. And we do wet inside the turkey. It's always in there. We ram it in there. You got to jam it in there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's how we roll. Aromatics. So any variation off that, that's those are all tryouts. But I want those basics. Yep. And so she saw <laughs> after two years, I was just like, 
Yeah, yeah. Perkins just isn't cutting it. Yeah, and basically she Perkins. makes these. And and I I oh, we make mashed potatoes too, like red russet mashed potatoes with the skins mm-hmm. and their butter, all that stuff. So, so what did you guys do, Matt? What what's your uh, what's your Thanksgiving looking like? So generally, we're very traditional, but this year because of COVID and and such, we weren't getting together with our family. So we did chicken this year, and we're actually going to do a subset of Matt, I thanks- would, you and I would be divorced right yeah. off. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) This aggression will not stand, man. So chicken. Yeah, in previous years, it's not the same bird. No, it's not the same bird, and and I agree. I agree with you. It's not. It's not the same. It doesn't. Didn't feel the same. Probably will be the last time we we experiment with such a thing. And I I always feel like whenever we cook a turkey and we get all the great stuff off it, I'm like, why don't we make more turkeys? I know it's so good. (laughs) It's the bird gets so. Why do we eat this every year? Like more often. Like 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 every two months, let's cook a fucking turkey. Like it's. Monica Monica says, "Well, I'm not the I'm the one basting it every 30 minutes." I'm like, "Well, I have no idea what you're talking. Now you're just talking crazy." (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't. It's not that bad. Well, our family is more ham than turkeys. We've been oh, doing like a turkey ham. and a ham. Yeah, sacrilege. But yeah. we do we do Christmas ham. Sam's yeah. for yeah yeah ham is winter solstice. <laughs> yeah, you sacrifice the pig. We, to the gods. we, we slaughter yeah. the pig pig for yeah. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, So this year was I, I'm not even going to continue to describe it because it was all sacrilege. <laughs> to the oh, yeah. So like, it was it was going. Costco no. mashed potatoes. <laughs> it was canned corn. It, it was, was extenuating no, it's, circumstances. It's okay, it's okay to, to bring <laughs> stuff in though. I'm just curious about so, but so corn. Yep, so corn. did you do any traditional like family recipes? Uh, no, we did, we cooked nothing. This oh uh, this yeah nothing nothing. It was no it was a Costco it was a Costco rotisserie chicken. It uh, was Costco mashed potatoes. It was. Yeah, it was nothing traditional this and year. And did you host it? Yeah, uh, well, it was just my my daughter, and my wife, because we've been oh. they they just recently tested negative, like right. just in the last day or so. So we the, called off the family event. Now, normally, I will say, normally, if we were up in Salt Lake, it would be, you know, the full regular fixings. You know, right. chickens. You know, our, our turkey made with yeah. you know turkey you gravy. Already, you slipped yep. right there. Yeah, I know it was chicken this year. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy. Next year, Cornish game hens. Yeah, no, no, I mean, no, absolutely Matt, not. Man, I can understand. I can understand the big difference. Chick Fil A, because it was <laughs> for us. It was we had a significant difference in population because it was my wife and I and yep. my two daughters. So yep. that's why we did the full fixes. <laughs> so. That one extra daughter tips you over. Yeah, the minimum required. <laughs> The, the best part, though, about having no guests was my wife had no uh, time limit. Like, you know, because she feels best, like if yeah. people are coming mm-hmm. out, she's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be ready. Stress. I'm like, it's no stress. Like, I so feel I, everything. I need to have I'm a conversation. I'm losing the battle, though. I, I, I want to come to Dave's Thanksgiving because I'm losing the come. battle here. I would I'm losing the battle. You. I would invite you. Because I come. We have people coming over. And Aaron gets stressed, and Aaron's not doing any of the cooking. And I'm cooking, and by oh, seriously by 10 a.m., I'm fucking drunk. And I'm like, I don't care. They'll yep. get here. The yep. bird's done when the bird's done. Everything else is going to come together. Yep. And guess what? It's going to be fucking delicious. Yeah. No one cares what time so you don't. You don't think she's getting stressed because you're drunk and it's 10, 11 a.m.? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's on you. <laughs> that's that's the way Matt, you do if it. If you guys ever wanted to drive down yeah, right. for our Thanksgiving, you would be welcome here. We definitely <laughs> invite you. It's the best. And her, her, Aaron's whole family are teetotalers, oh, but her, but her grandpa is a drinker. So he'll come over and he brings a bottle of scotch as a host gift every year. So he walks in at noon, right? And they have like the deviled eggs and the the chips and dip. So so Jason, Jason, real quick. So the drinking drinking pacing for you, what's the first drink of the day on Thanksgiving? So Thanksgiving, I typically, and this isn't what happened this year. Let's talk this year. How did you pace yourself this year? So let me, let me back up. So typically what I do is I wake up and it's it's like coffee and Kahlua or nice. coffee and like Disarono. I'm sorry, we getting time hacks on these? What time is it when you wake up? It's it's like five AM. Nice. I, I get up, I'm prepping the bird, I'm prepping the stuffing. So I'm drinking with my coffee, right? When the right. coffee's done, when the coffee pot's empty, a bottle of Chardonnay gets opened. Like you're cooking like a professional chef at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I feel like oh, this I'm, is that professional chef's yes. cook. <laughs> it, it's game on. This is like this is my Super Bowl. It's, oh yeah, it's, I get it. I don't. Yeah. I don't fuck around. The, the the Chardonnay gets opened, typically like a butter Chardonnay, mm-hmm. um, and that's mine. Like I'll, I'll put my initials on it. Like this is my bottle of Chardonnay, and I drink no, we, that. And, and we we do run it like the Super Bowl too. Like when Monica says, "Like, hey, I need a bigger tray for the turkey," that's an emergency response <laughs> yes. team rollout. Like, oh, yes. I if she yeah. says that yeah. the day before Thanksgiving, I immediately get in the car yes. and drive yeah. and buy no it and question. come back yep. with yep. just that item. Yep, <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> and then I'll typically the day before I've made a punch to, to serve. Uh, like a cranberry apple situation, typically like a rum. Um, so whatever that is. So that's boozy. Uh, that's boozy. That, so that's who's going to drink that in the crowd? So Aaron drinks. Um, my daughter, who's twenty, will typically drink. Um, but it's in your own house. It's at house. Right. It's at home. You're Her aunt right. will drink, and then my family drinks. Okay. Uh, and when we host, we invite everybody. So we've had like forty-five people uh. in my house. No, which this is the only time of year that, that I'm okay with it. So and now, did so this happen plenty, this year? That, no. that many? Yes. Okay. So then at dinner time, when, when grandpa comes over, he brings a scotch. I pour him, I pour him a scotch on the rocks. Mm. I, I'll, I'll make some big clear ice cubes knowing he's coming over. And then at dinner, I'm drinking whatever scotch he brings with, with dinner. And then at the end, it's typically scotch with pie. This, what does he bring scotch wise? Uh, he did. Uh, it's typically like a Glenlivet double oak kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's all yeah. right, though. Yeah. It's, I, I love it. I yeah. Glenlivet Glen to now, me is like the platonic ideal of scotch. So, when I think so, of scotch, so, I think of so. Glen once Levitt. you're drinking that scotch in the minute meal, do you just sit, sit there like a lord and let them all wash the dishes and clean the table? <laughs> I do. Once dinner's ready, I'm fucking hammered. So <laughs> <laughs> when we're eating, I'm just like. And and then everybody's like in a good mood, right. and I'm drunk. So then I can just kind of sit back and listen to the stories and participate in the what are you thankful for. But yeah. I don't have to host anymore mm. because the kind of the show's over, and I make a big deal job. of carving the turkey. <laughs> they're they're the ready stuff. to roll you off and right. behind the back curtain. <laughs> right. So after dinner, I. And I'm, I typically like to do dishes. It's like my leave me the fuck alone time. But on Thanksgiving, if, you know, the guests are wanting to do dishes and shit like that, I'll, I'll let them. Plus you have an open kitchen, right? So they're staring yeah. at you while you're yeah. doing it. 
And so, so yeah, once dinner is on the table, I'm, I'm done and just kind of settle in this year. And so when we say settle in, you get drunk and just get down on discord and start <laughs> reading messages and stuff. Typically. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat pie and yeah, get on my phone. So last year, because we had hosted, I think five years in a row and it's like 20 to 45 people. Too many. Last year, Aaron goes, we are not hosting. That's, We're sitting next ridiculous. to each other. She's in my ear. <laughs> We're not fucking hosting Thanksgiving next year. I don't care. I don't care. Because right. what happens is if she doesn't say that in August, I start inviting people over. Uh. Yeah. You know, Thanksgiving, you know. So I put, she was like, you're going to put it in your calendar right now. Do not host Thanksgiving. So I had a calendar invite that had a notification a week before. Do not host Thanksgiving this year. So we went to her parents' house um, and they did, they did a great turkey we brought stuffing because I, I typically do the wet stuffing, but I did a, a dry scratch stuffing. Her dad did sweet potatoes with like a topping that was eh, – it was good, but you don't want that, right? You want traditional. If if you want to do the, the riff, that's fine, but do both. And this all – the, all the yams had this like crumble <clears throat> topping situation. See, we, we do marshmallow and pecan. This was like, like a streusel, so like oh. oats and brown sugar. Oh, and like textury, textury. Beyond it was, nuts, no. It was good, but not 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 what you expect. That's fine. Every, everything he, was he's very very experiment. good. He was experimenting. He was he was. Did doing you think stuff. he needed? To, felt like he needed to up his game since he had <laughs> no. the expert chef coming over. No, it was very good. It just wasn't what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want both. Rather than just have the riff, I want yeah, the traditional. Yeah, me for yams. I'm very specific about yams, yeah. so I'm just not gonna. But so, even like somebody else made the mashed potatoes, and I'm very particular about mashed potatoes. Yep. Everything was really, really good, and there were mm-hmm. only eleven of us, mm-hmm. but it was good, and it was dry. There was no booze. Um, nope. Which my little brother was <laughs> very unhappy about. <laughs> he got there, he was like, "Where's the beer? Like they they don't drink." He's like. Mom told me I can't bring beer. I thought there was going to be beer here. I'm like, no. So it was, it was my you mom, can't bring her beer husband. There's no beer allowed. My yeah, brother. Right. Yeah. yeah. The first clue is and that my if you can't bring right. beer, that there's, <laughs> there's probably no, not going to be beer no there. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, if you want, like, you know, we're right down the road. We can go. Because no house ever has hosted an event and said, hey, we're serving alcohol. Don't help us <laughs> give alcohol to people. We want them to drink all our alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. No flask, no nothing. I know I, I respect it because they don't okay. want All it right. in their house. I, and oh, gotcha. If we had brought it, they would have been fine, but yeah. they would rather not be there. And that's Aaron's family. Yeah. But yeah. my, but my mom, her husband and my little brother came. Um, but Aaron is, is boozy. Oh, Aaron's boozy. Okay. Aaron's boozy. <laughs> Cause I don't, I didn't see how that could ever work. No, the- not at all. Not even a little bit. So it was good. It was different, but it was good. So talk to me about the difference between dry stuffing and wet stuffing. Oh. I do both. Dry okay. dry stuffing is like in the casserole dish, like the nine nine okay. nine by or nine whatever, thirteen by nine. Okay. And the wet is in the bird. Okay. We do dry. That that's we, our family tradition is dry. We do all wet. I grew up now this is weird. I grew we up We do all wet with sausage in the stuffing. Uh, oh, I love, how, love that. How about how about oysters in the stuffing? I grew I see, up on I like oysters. That too, uh, we have tried Aaron, that, but Aaron now, now we do. A, right now, we're a celery and a 
sausage. That's mm. it. Yeah. I love the no idea. onion. You don't do you don't do onion. You don't. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, Monica will probably correct me on anything, so I'm not going to say anything more about this stuff because I didn't do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Does she listen to the podcast? No. God no, bless. Okay. No. Oh my God, she's. Could you behind, imagine? She's she behind me right now. Shrugged <laughs> oh, I'd be a dead man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So she did, but she did fantastic for us. So I was very happy about that. And leftovers? That's what I'm missing right now is we so don't have much. any leftovers. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh yeah. That sandwich the next day. Oh, oh my gosh. I put I do I do a, a light toast on the on the bread. Miracle Whip has to be Miracle Whip. I'm typically a mayo guy, but Miracle Whip, turkey, really? pepperoncini, salt and pepper. Ooh. See, yeah, we do Damn. We, we do bread, heavy butter with the turkey. Mm. So you get a bread sandwich that has a lot of butter on it and turkey meat and cranberry in there, and you eat that. I want I want to invite it over for leftovers, Jason. <laughs> we could we could do this. I, oh. I every year I think like we should do a thanks uh, a we Friendsgiving yeah. in you got to get rid know, of September. It it's ridiculous. The <laughs> meals are so big. I like love when it. You, we our our fridge is like completely packed with everything. It's like we go bananas, and we don't have anything. It's so weird. Hmm. We got a left, leftover chicken. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> wants your fucking chicken, man. Costco chicken. It's like a Costco rotisserie chicken. Costco potatoes. Seriously, Costco Matt, potatoes. make a good wrap with that. No, Matt, Matt needs to be, you guys need to become like a nomad family and travel to other people's houses for Thanksgiving. We, uh, you're invited. You can come over shame. to my place. I'm in. I'm in. That's no shame. Just come in. <laughs> <laughs> If you bring a bottle of scotch, you're welcome. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. We'll provide everything. Oh, I just get so fucking drunk. I love it. <laughs> so we, like, we, like one year, in I, pie. I was, and I, and you know, when you're Dave, you know, when you're drunk and you're like trying to hold it down. Mm. So keep it under control. <laughs> and I'm cutting the turkey in front of everybody. Oh, I'm like, oh, Jesus fucking Christ. And I just snick. Just grabbed the tip of my finger, like motherfucker! Oh no! Yeah, just chopped it right off. Oh no! But how does that even happen? Like, you stuffing? aren't cutting that much. I know. I you was just have to do a bunch of breast cuts, and then I'm everyone's really. Happy. Yeah, it's the electric knife, man. You can get away I don't even know. I no. I get the whole knife out. I sharpen it. Like I do the whole thing. Oh, no. I, I do. I do a straight <laughs> knife. I cut a bunch of breast slices for everyone mm. to enjoy it. And then when they're like, oh, what about the rest? I'm like, yeah, that's up for the fucking Jawas. Let the Jawas fucking handle that shit. <laughs> and then I make all the kids come in there. You carve the main pieces. The Jawas get all the scraps. Get all the rest. The, yep. You just hack the leg off. Give that to the, like, the Yeah, you rip a couple drumsticks yeah. off. You crunch them down. <laughs> Get well, a that's wing. the nice thing about it's a turkey good. too. Turkey much easier to carve than chicken. Yeah, because chickens so are punier, and you're like trying to fucking turkeys. Like the shit just and Monica had basted it so much the mm. turkey just fell apart. Melted. Yeah, it was easy. Yeah, love it. But Sounds now my good. kids are like, the problem I have now is my kids are like, we're sick of turkey. We want taquitos from the freezer. So I'm yeah. like, how I'm dare like, you? And, and me from my generation, I'm looking at the freezer like, like estimating like this expires and this. So I'm like, I'm going to eat those. That like, I'm trying to like <laughs> eat everything before it all expires. It's, just, it's a different generation. It is. <laughs> like, so true. 
like that can't go to waste. We got to move that and get that. I'm trying to clear that fridge out as quickly as possible. <laughs> Do, does Monica do a good job with leftovers of like getting them out on time? Because I'll eat. I we, oh, we made, label it. We, we label made stuff. soup like last Thursday, and I was trying to eat that today for lunch. And I was mm. like, "You cannot eat that soup anymore. That is like." Right. And I know, I know right. it's past. But, you know, I'm going to keep it up. It'll be fine. That's why wet erase erase markers are great for gaming and for your fridge. (laughs) Yeah. Because you can mark on Tupperware. I just shrink it. Oh, yeah, on the Tupperware. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So if if we have any doubt about something, we'll be like, but we have it dated. So Monica will be like, oh, this is supposed to be gone. (laughs) (laughs) Keep it on my don't We don't take chances. So. Because I'm like, I'm like ten dollars for another chicken or three hundred and sixty dollars for an emergency room. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's, uh, yeah. For three days of your life. Yeah. Right. A week That's of the right. bubble guts. Yeah. Right. No thanks. So we we did have a convention. What? Um, no. I didn't know if you guys wanted to get into Thanksgiving desserts or we wanted to just roll into. What's what's, what's what's the favorite? What's your favorite Thanksgiving uh, dessert? We did apple pie this year. Um, From where? Uh, no, fresh. We, we, we oh. actually made an apple pie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, with sour apples. Which what did, what did some, apples, some apples accidentally fall in your house and land <laughs> in your back porch? <laughs> no, no. Door, uh, what do they call that? Um, what's the grocery <laughs> delivery? Um, <laughs> it's not fresh. That's not fresh. <laughs> Did you at least get the co- the, the the apples from Costco? Uh, no, we got the apples from I don't know uh, Sprouts probably. Nice Sprouts, nice. yeah, yeah. So that was good. We the recipe we used. I think year I had... think my family's going to adapt adopt Matt's family. We're yeah. adopting you guys. I, it, might, it might be necessary. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first year things have gone off the rails. I'm hoping next year we can get things back on track. But definitely, like, we're not your, talking politics. If you guys come over, we're favorite? not talking politics. Uh, me, like pies yes. generally, or what's, or what's your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? Oh, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. I I do like pumpkin pie. I'm the only one in the family that likes pumpkin pie, though. Um, I like I like rhubarb pie a lot. Oh, strawberry, yeah. strawberry yeah. rhubarb, dude. Nice. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. We are mints. Ooh, really? Mince really? Pie. Wow. Now I say that I'm the only one who likes it. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I like it. For what me, it's pecan it exactly? all the time. Pecan's great. Pecan Pecan's and a and a glass of scotch, like that uh, is that is that sounds just amazing. Everything for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just see Jason sitting there like an emperor at the end. I do eating this place of pecan <laughs> With pie. Goblet. Yeah. yeah. Oh right. my gosh. Lovely mince is like raisin and oh, yeah, yeah. It's good stuff, dude. If you can, can get a good mince pie, I could see Scotch going well with mince, but oh, it's Scotch really well, really with pecans. Well. It's very amazing. British. Mm-hmm. It is very British. Yeah, you need a glass of because uh, pecan, pecans. Pecans kind of boring. I mean, pecan <laughs> is a boring pie. It's Dude, like, I'm telling you, Erin makes the best pecan pie. I, hers is the only one I eat. It doesn't do the like where there's like the gel underneath and then just mm-hmm. pecan sitting they on can, top. They can it's be pecans way too all sweet. the way through because it can be way too nope. sweet, right? Yeah, so it's like. Hers is perfect. It's not like that kind of gooey. It's like firm. It sets up. Pecan throughout. It's so, oh my gosh. Do you guys only do pecan pie for Thanksgiving? uh, She doesn't like it. I'm the only one who eats it. So I I eat the whole fucking thing. Mm. She likes apple pie. I don't, I've never liked apple pie. Um, And then she'll make a pumpkin, which I'm okay with. 
And my girls did a French raspberry chicoule or something for French class. Oh, for wow. French it was wow. terrible. I hated it. Chicoule. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, there was, it was the worst. Nice. We all politely ate a little bit of it for the video she had to make for French class. <laughs> chicoule. And then you so, promptly went to the guillotine. Then we're like, this, yeah. never again. Off never again. <laughs> Let them eat chicoule. That's right. Oh, that's good. Mm. Now I want pecan pie. I know, me too. <laughs> but pecan pie is good. Pecan pie is really good for like little tarts. If you can mm. make small pecan pies, those are good because they get nice and crispy. Uh, I, I ate it several times at the con. Segway alert. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's not pecan pie, though. That's I know. It wasn't pie. very good, but I ate it several times hoping it would be good. It's processed yeah, filling. Every time. It's all processed filling. It's terrible. Mm. The, the cheesecake was pretty good, and the chocolate cake was really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pumpkin pie is pretty yeah. bad. Uh, the creme brulee was good. I think I think cheesecake is pretty solid. I don't think you can fuck up cheesecake too much, <laughs> even industrially. You know what I mean? But well, yeah, unless like you run them out of it. Is very good. That's fun. Yeah, but any other ones like the pecans don't come out great. It's, it's you, you need the natural stuff. I wanted it to be good every time, but it wasn't. What's that called? Tonya, Matt. There's mm. one place you can come for Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know you'll get an authentic meal. The Ozarks. <laughs> oh, not just anywhere in the Ozarks. <laughs> Believe me, plenty of people out here go to Golden Corral. <laughs> nice. They went to wow. Golden Corral's parking lot was packed. Oh, oh packed. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine. I, I went on the radio with my buddy on Friday, and he's like, yeah, you know, they have different stuff like fish. I'm like, nope. Nope. Not, nope absolutely I'm not. not going anywhere near that place. Like, I'll, are you I'll fuck me? with the primary, but no fish. I'm like, no. they're, they're serving <laughs> fish for Thanksgiving? Like, like no. Do we live on an island? Buffet. I don't understand why that would be the meal for us. <laughs> fish is probably historically more accurate, though. Well, lobster. That's fair. Actually, for Thanksgiving, <laughs> lobster is the most accurate meal. Yeah, I've done lobster mac and cheese. Everybody hated it. They were like, this is not Thanksgiving well, food. Well, They're in, wrong. Back in the, the time, the early Love days it. of New England, uh, lobster was the poor people's food. It was so plentiful <laughs> that rich people wouldn't even need it. Lobster just came up all the time. But they ate so much lobster that now it's rare. It's, God, it's Rich. I mean, lobster was considered like a douchebag food that you would eat. Like you're just like it's a mud crawler. Like I'm ready for ill to make that turn in in England. <laughs> okay, so we had a convention to talk about. Are we going to talk about our convention? Sure, let's yes. talk about it. All right, all right. So, what did you guys do during the convention? So there was an AAC convention. Um, <laughs> I think we would definitely like uh, people to attend. Right, more people certainly, right. and maybe get their own rooms. Whatever there are rules as far as. Much. <laughs> Do we have to if, split up next year, Jason? Is that like, is that, no, is that what I'm hearing? Not. What I what I would say is like if we need the convention to continue, uh, we need to get people to buy no, rooms. We and desperately need the convention. the convention to continue. By the way, it so, is a bright shining star of of sanity in my world so. it, it was a very successful convention i think it was a great group of friends who got together mm -hmm. but i definitely think that if people want to come and have this convention available for them they need to attend and <laughs> rent their own rooms and uh just be there be there we definitely yeah. hammered it's, it's the bar great. it's great bar... if you if you pay for a ticket but it's better if you come right? mm. and rent a room 
and have a room. Yeah, we but get because we get credit for every room that's rented there. So that's the deal. So is that what it was? We were short on rooms. We were short on. Well, we were short on. We rooms. were short all around. I think a little bit. Yeah, we the attendance was down. I think some people just couldn't make it. Didn't feel. It. And you have people who kind of like are like we just went through all this shit with with whatever. Uh, no one risked their lives in a war. Um, <laughs> but I guess COVID was so traumatizing for the war gaming community that we didn't get good attendance for this convention. Mm. So. No one was actually at risk, but so not even a little bit, right? No. So, so uh, Matt, you were at the convention. What was your I was. experience? I was. Um, always a great time. Uh, like just only... running through games. You want to talk yeah. through quick games you played, or so we get in earlier and earlier every year. Um, it's going to be Monday before we know it, <laughs> and we do it in <laughs> Dallas. It's, it's, in, it's in Dallas, Texas, right? Yes, so Dallas, Texas. Advanced After Combat Convention. Yep, Advanced After Combat Convention. Um, are we like? Do people that aren't in Advanced After Combat Guild listen to this? Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yep. Okay. 100%. All right. All right. So AACCon, right? Uh, it's our big, you know, time each year to get together. Uh, and we have traditionally kept it to people who've been on the podcast, yes, yes, who can then also have a plus one to bring in someone. So the idea was that you could then uh, we'd have a little bit of a filter mm-hmm. to where someone could bring a plus one in. And then would decide like, yeah, this is a good guy. I want to bring him in because we wouldn't get people just randomly showed up. Um, if we don't get people coming, that's going to change. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see what we do. I think traditionally I've been Jason's plus one all these years. Um, but now you're in. You just got elected as a console. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd played a bunch of stuff. I'm uh I'm I'm the guy at the con that is playing train games as much as anything else. So it looks like a big giant bear with a beard. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so I played a lot of I man, I played some great stuff this year. So started with Dutch Inner City on Tuesday. Um that was super fun. That's a really obscure, weird cube rails game that I train, really this is a liked. Train game? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. This, this is the bar. We're in the bar. We're in the bar at this point. So we're we're mixing with like there was a Dallas uh, Detroit game, (laughs) and so we're mixing with regular folks, and they're all like cool. apparently the room was open at that point too. I I, I found that out the next day. They're like, yeah, you could have just gone in the room. No, not Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Dutch Inner City that night, um, and a lot of drinking. That was fun. Everybody gets in on Tuesday at various times. Well, a lot of people get in on Tuesday at various times. Um, so that was like, fun. I showed up. Yep. Yep. So we hang out in the lobby, play some games. Play. And you're playing with is Jason? Were you there at that point? Jason. I was. And... I was in that game. Yep. Duck, Lawrence, Tank Jason, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Zero. Also, Tank Jason, I have to say, a lot of off-color comments. Really good. <laughs> he was on fire. Like, Tank Jason on Discord is, like, very, like, he's got a lot of snarky comments. I love it. Keep it up, yep. Jason. <laughs> or Tank, should I say. So the next day we played 1837, which is by far one of the most brain-burning 18xx games I've ever played. Um, I really thought it was interesting. Hexagonal stock market. Um, really, really good. I'd like to play it again, uh, maybe with a little bit more understanding of what I'm going into this next time. Uh, but it was fantastic. It was the whole day. That was 12 hours. Or when you talk about hours. it, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. So you know what HNX, it had, games no, are. It's a hexagonal stock yeah. market. 
So the stock. So most. I'm like, it's yeah. like right away. I'm like, I have no, yeah. Like, like I'm so not. it's literally hexes. So normally it's either a it's either a a linear stock market or a a 2D stock market, right? Jason, it's 2D. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Up and down, down left, right. Yeah. Yep. Don't know up and down, left, right. To me. Okay. Right. Or or linear, just left and right. I'm barely um, hanging on. <laughs> this one was literally hexagonal, so you could go up to the left or up so to the right or would go, down yeah. to the left. Yeah. Well, but like for a stock market, I don't get mm-hmm. how that would be a stock market. So it was like if you paid out and or if you withheld the the earnings and the uh, the right. the president of the company owned more than half of the company, then this happens. But if you you withheld and the owning the, if the president owned less than fifty percent, then this happened. Like it was right. very, most of it was very straightforward. Of it goes up or it goes down. Right, it goes so it changes right. the way the money gets distributed. I guess it, it, the valuation the of the stock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stock value, which it's all about stock value, Dave, is, is you're trying to you're trying to keep your stock value high and fuck over everybody else's stock value. So you're trying to tank their stock value while keeping no, your I, stock I, value. I high. realized really quickly when I was watching these games when you guys were playing them that it was not about like railroads. No, like, no. Like I'm like, no. oh cool, it's, it's Robert, a railroad no. game. Like I yeah. like building railroads and trying yeah. to ship it's no. like it's about stocks. Yeah. yeah. It's it's all stocks. Yeah. They're they're the most like direct head to head. I mean, it's one thing to like push your armies against another person's armies, but this is like literally, literally personally fucking somebody over. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> Paul, I don't like how you not look literally, today. but actually, I'm gonna fuck you over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna tank your stock just because I can. No, I, so, I get, I get the the angle. Yeah. So that's that's the most complicated 18xx that I, I think i've ever played i really really liked it um uh next time i play i won't play banker Banker, that was too much cognitive load for me i'm like sorry just hand out money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, and do was, math yeah. counting. Yeah. Was constantly <laughs> adding people in and out sorry sorry rex i, I should never have been banker in that game <laughs> um I thought 1817 for the longest time was probably the, the most brain-burning 18xx, but I think 1837 has some aspects to it that are even more brain-burning. Um, 1817's a little bit, I think, too open to be as brain-burning as 1837, but I, I liked it a lot, and I, and I would really like to play again. And, and so what's the distinction that makes one game more brain-burning than another? Uh, it's the decision space, right? So there's just more stuff going on with 1837 than a lot of the others. There's a lot going on with all these games. Um, but yeah, I would say 1837 had a lot more going on from a decision perspective on what you could do with your with your companies and what you could do with your routes and what you and could the, do with stock the, values. To be clear, like, uh, we, we don't want more railroad gamer guys coming to our conventions we don't um why not this this is kind of an exception mm. that these guys are into this that is but, I mean, we we, we is actually a war would prefer to have more of a it's a war gaming convention i know yeah. we, we business is stuff, war day i know i get yeah. it this is but pre-con i've seen the type. technically I've yes this is pre-con <laughs> and, and you guys are very special. That's true. But everybody who plays train games in the guild has come in through wargaming. That's right. So, so if you it think is you're going to come convention. in and try to come in and play that's right. this kind of railroad This game? is not no. puffing Billy stuff. No, 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 no ticket to ride. We're These not, are all not throwing friendlies. Down ticket to ride. These are all yeah. friendlies. Yeah. So 
I'll brush over the next bunch then on that note. So I played 1848, which was our <laughs> which was our con game. Right. Good. Feel free. Uh, that, that's our that's our varsity game. You know, that's what got me started in 18xx games. Is we played 1889 five years ago at a con, and we've had one one 18xx game every year since. Um, 1848 was that this year. It was great to have everybody here for a change, um, which was which was really fun. Uh, who won that one, Jason? We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> who won it? <laughs> I did. Jason won. Oh, oh so modest. It was a big deal. It was a big deal. <laughs> I am. I'm the only varsity member that has yet to win a varsity game. So who, uh, who won? Who won I'm last due. year? Uh, Paul won. Paul. Yeah, uh, he was our. Oh, Paul won last year. Who yeah. won the year for that? Rex. Uh, Rex or yeah, yep. Rex or Sammer. Yeah. I think it was Rex. Yeah, because that was eighteen seventeen two years ago, right? That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not Good counting job, COVID year. Yeah. Look at me. Guild high five. <laughs> it was Guild very high close. Five, Jason. I think the top three. I think we were all within like forty dollars. Yeah. It was very close. Yeah. It was good. Um. Let's see. So played some more Cube Rails later. Locomotive Works, which is one of my all-time favorite Cube Rails games. Um. Uh, Lawrence brings it every year. I think hopefully on my account, I, I really like it. Um, we got super drunk that night. Oh, and Jesus played Ponzi Christ. scheme. That was. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you play? It's called Ponzi scheme. Ponzi scheme. <laughs> and it's literally a game about Ponzi schemes. You're you're trying to create. I don't know. I was too drunk to even really understand exactly how this game's played. So I'm probably not. <laughs> Jason, do you play this game? Uh, I was drunker than Matt. I had to stop. I had to pause at one point to go throw up and then went back to continue playing and then had to go throw up again. I was like, okay, I should probably just be done. And this is Friday night, so we might have been hitting it a little hard a little early. No, it was... Was it Thursday night? Thursday night. I don't think it was Friday night. It was Thursday night. It was Thursday night. I was fucking hammered. (laughs) I was too. Nice. Good job, guys. (laughs) <laughs> so and and uh Lawrence was uh, in prime so, form. So my my earlier like worn off for the railroad gamers I think I don't it's, it's fine. <laughs> you can feel free to come. I don't think they want to come to any convention where people are actually throwing up. <laughs> Mid game like, in the like, not in the like I took my turn and was like okay I'll be right no, back. That's I'll, I'll be able yeah, to make no, it back. Yeah. This game this game respect it's not like <laughs> So the next day, I had a couple of games in a row with Patrick. Um, we played Granada, Last Stand of the Moors, um, in the morning, which is a block game from um, from Compass uh, with the, in the same rule set as Sakigahara. Um, right. I liked it. Yep. And then we played Verdun, at least started Verdun, uh, 1916 Steel Inferno after that, which is a really pretty French designed um, block game around uh, the Battle of Verdun. Right. Card driven. Fantastic game. I really, really like it. Light, but deep. And this, um, who were you playing that one with? I was, also Patrick. Okay, good. Yep. Yeah, I think I saw you guys playing that one. Yep. And then later that night, we played the weirdest Euro game that I've ever played in my life. <laughs> which... I'm so happy that I got to experience this game because I don't believe that I'll ever get to experience a game like this again. And that was Mushroom Eaters. Okay. 
Um, did you come by it all, Dave, when we I were did playing watch. that? Uh, uh, Hollywood told me he was going to eat edibles before yeah. he played the game. Yep. He lied. Yep. He, yep. He we were going to do it. We, we talked about it, but we opted not to. Um, probably smart. Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. I was still a little hungover. Yeah. I was really hungover. I feel bad for Patrick because I was supposed to teach Granada and I was in no shape to teach Granada first thing in the morning. So luckily we both kind of learned together through the rules. (laughs) So, uh, but Mushroom Readers was super fun. That's definitely one of those experience games. Um, Who all was in that one, Jason? Do you remember? Uh, Me, you, Kyle, Hollywood, and Kyle brought it. It was his game. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. Such a weird, such an interesting game. So, so the premise of the game is what? You are shamans, <laughs> apprentice shamans, apprentice shamans. That's right. Trying to take over the shaman himself is dying, and you are apprentice shamans taking it over. And it's this like, spiritual journey that you're going on in order to, uh, you know, open all your chakras or whatever it wasn't chakras, right? I mean, this was this was like South American more than anything else, and so essentially doing hallucinogenics to open yourself up to, to the universe and become the next shaman. No, but, but I mean, there's, there's like a board. Mm-hmm. There's a board. People are there's a board. Yeah. I'm trying to get there's a board. board. Yep. I get the premise, but like to move around, trying to do things and the achieve board, things. And the board opens, like it unfolds depending on where you get to a certain part of the board and then the next board unfolds and there's 3d glasses and there's 3d, <laughs> graphics on the board (laughs) it's wild like it's it's so crazy but like at the end of the day it's this like economic euro game yeah Yeah. like coke cube pusher that you're trying to collect resources to turn into other resources wow yeah it's tracks on tracks man it's yeah it's tracks on tracks (laughs) but yeah this like wild ass trippy like the 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 prismatic glasses that you can put on, not the three mm. glasses, but the mm-hmm. prismatic. Like I wanted to throw up every time I put them on. They were just, <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, it was it was an experience for sure. Every year at the con, there's one game like that for me, you know. And it's this year it was it was mushroom eaters. One um, one game that makes you want to throw up. <laughs> no, one game one game that's just like blows your mind out there that I've never would have played before. What what's that one that we played with Gersh, Jason? Um Oh, Crusoe's Planet. Yeah, Cru- Crusoe's, Crusoe's Planet's Planet. another one. Like we're literally cutting it out with scissors before we played the game. You know? <laughs> time bandits, isn't that another one? Time what's that? Agents. One that time yeah, agents. time agents. Yeah. Yeah, time agents is one. I think I don't know. They play that? This? I think they played it this year. Yeah, they played they did, it this yeah. year. Yep. Yep. All right. Yep. If you'd played it, Dave, you would have played an 18xx. So, <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> um, let's see. So I played those. I played Shores of Tripoli um, throughout, uh, which I really like, and we can talk about later. Um, and then Knights of the Air uh, on one of the days, which I thought was an amazing experience. That that giant map they had and the you know the wings of glory miniatures and the games that oh, the, so the game like rules at hollywood physical planes yeah yeah, yeah. You like that. it was the whole game system was really fun right so it's like I, a what, miniature type game yeah 
Duck and Hollywood have been reworking those the Knights of the Air rules for a while, and I think that the work they're doing is pretty outstanding. Um, I think they're it's it's deep yet simple enough. Um, I fell prey to to Patrick's continued freakishly high percentage of rolling of sixes, like he had rolled all day long in our Verdun game. So I was out fairly fast. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. That, that to me, that was a, that was a con game, right? When you go to a convention, you play yeah, games you, like that, right? That's right. You know, like yeah. big, big table space, yeah. like yeah. fun stuff to run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I love that experience of that. It was, it was really, really good. Um, and then closed out the, the week with Federation commander, oh, um, nice. <laughs> which I, again, I think we were all, uh, some of us at least were, were getting drunker than others. And uh, how dare you, how, how dare you? Uh, so I don't know that I appreciate that game as much as I should, <laughs> but I had fun nonetheless. Did your ship survive? No. Oh, it's no. done. No. It was a drifting hulk by the end. Um, Losers complaints. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hi, Jason. What was your what was your whole experience? Uh most of that I played in. All mm-hmm. the train games, I think. Um I played some innovation. I don't know if Matt was in innovation. Nope, I wasn't played in, some innovation. Nope. Now innovation um, is like a Euro game card game. Yeah. It's like a it's Carl it's Chuck. A, yeah, it's a, a, a ostensibly a, a civilization game. Like you play through time, um, but yeah, it's a it's a, a very clever card game, mm-hmm. and it's it's super fun. Right. Uh, we've been playing we've been playing a lot of Motenai lately, Jason. I don't know if you oh, guys nice. have played that yeah. yet. Yeah. So you think good. you think Innovation is a good family game? Yes. Ooh, it's mean, right. but that's but, what I don't like. Well, it's Dave's yeah. family. I think he's asking about. No, so no, my it. family's my family gets very emotional about really? losses. <laughs> and, yeah, I so Aaron really likes Glory to Room, which is mm. by the same designer, and it's also a mean game. But she doesn't like innovation because it's too directly confrontational. Like we we like more co op. There's a heavy cognitive load in in innovation too. You got to keep track of all the symbols and no, yeah. symbols and no, yeah. yeah. No, thanks, because yeah. that'll be me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested in doing yep. that job. Yep. Uh, Kyle and I played uh, Hotlanta, GCCW. Mm. Atlanta is ours. Played the Kenshaw Mountain scenario, nice. which nice. is great. I think that was Friday before Mushroom Eaters. Um, yeah, that Mushroom Eaters. And then on Saturday, uh, Patrick and I played Men of Iron Creasy. Mm. I also played Granada with Jesse. Uh, and then Federation Commander, the the big table game. So, so Jason, when you play Men of Iron Creasy, do you are you playing the Brits or the French? I was playing the British. Oh, okay. Why? Why? How'd that go? Uh, not great. <laughs> <laughs> we actually, we, it, it was funny because, like, starting off the. The, the British did really, really well. And then, yeah, all of a sudden the mud starts kicking in and like, you, yeah, it was, it was brutal. There's a lot of arrows. A lot of arrows. Yeah. I was just curious. French crossbows. Historically. I'm, or longbows and English I, I, crossbows. Not, not I, I would so love well. the hundred years war too. If I only played the English. 
<laughs> well, they don't. They don't do well at Creasy. Well, that might be a scenario problem. <laughs> <Because they didn't laughs> <well. laughs> I was fascinated by the potholes, or is it the other way around? I don't know. I was I think, playing on the losing side. If you did well, <laughs> you were probably the British. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good. Yeah, that's good. And what about you, Dave? I know there's you. you Matt and I ran in the same circles, so I'm sure you have yeah. some other stuff. Yeah, I think you guys you guys were hand in hand most of the time. Mm-hmm. So let's say uh, I'm going to get a drink, and then we'll come and talk about it. Sounds all good. right. All right. Light up in the middle of the day. I'm back. I am as well. And we're at the point of the podcast where I can say this. Do you ever have that thought where you're going pee and you think you're dying and then you just realize you had asparagus for dinner? Because <laughs> <laughs> I just had that. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? Oh, yeah. It's it just dinner. No like when you're like when you're puking up red jello shots and you're like, what the fuck am I puking up my stomach? I am just cashing my bottle of Reserva de la Familia Extra Añejo from Jose Cuervo. That's a sad moment. Wow. Oh, that's a, this is great. Did, did you Have you ever tried this? No. Oh, my God. So good. So it's in this hand-blown bottle with, like, bubbles in the glass. It comes in this wooden box. Hmm. Mm. Fancy. Yeah, it's fantastic, too. So actually, has like, what, three years in the barrel? Three-plus years in the barrel? Um, which And it's Jose, Jose Cuervo, which, by the way, all the Reserva de la Familias, and they're, uh, they have another line that's all non-manipulated tequilas that are fantastic also. So as long as you're not drinking Cuervo Gold, there's a lot of good Cuervo out there, believe it or not. This I'm going to look into that. This is golden like like bourbon. And it's got a little of the bourbon taste, but you still can taste the like, cooked agave. I'm a, I'm a Casadores Blanco guy. That's all I do. Nothing wrong with that. Casadores Blanco, that. Uh, lime, and mm-hmm. uh, what do they call it? What's the fucking... Uh, what's the fucking Topper do on the tequila. Uh, Salt? No, not French. It's French. Um, Shit. I can't fucking remember. So it's like 20 bucks more a bottle, but look for either Fortaleza or El Tesoro. Yeah, El Tesoro is very good. Yeah. El Tesoro is peppery. It's a it's Highland, so it's Highland agave, so it's a little bit more peppery and spicy. Whereas Fortaleza is sweeter, Lowland. Um, both of them are around forty five to fifty dollars a bottle. Um, amazing, amazing tequilas. Really agave forward, roasted agave flavors. Mm, delicious. But I was just telling Jason, there's good Cuervo out there too. I just I just cashed. The Reserva de la Familia Extra Añejo just during this call. And uh, 
It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you laugh because it's Cuervo? No, I'm just saying because, of, like, like who can know? Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like all this stuff has become so complicated to figure out. <laughs> It's a long ways away from just licking the salt off your hand and, you know, that's right. pounding the shot and or sitting in the barber's chair in Tijuana and getting spun around while they're pouring tequila gold into your mouth while blowing a whistle. Yeah, here I am. I'm, I'm trying to figure out the fucking recipe that I had. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's obvious. <laughs> Quantro. Quantro. Oh, sure. Yeah. So yeah. I did. I did tequila, Quantro, fresh lime. That's it. Mm. That was my margarita. That is good. I didn't do the triple sack, none of that shit. Yeah, Quantro gets it. Gets Quantro it gets it. Yeah. So, Dave, what did you play at the con? <sighs> what did I play at the con? Let's see. It's hard to tell because I don't have we don't have our our schedule up anymore. Uh, but my big game was obviously Labatai de Waterloo. <laughs> the Waterloo. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say Monsignor I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the American people. version. It's the American it's the American Battle of Waterloo. <laughs> That's what we fought. How many turns did you get in? Uh the, the, okay, so I'm gonna say this. This is one of the most annoying questions you could ask when you're asking <laughs> like fighting a big battle. Guys will be like, Well, how many turns you've done? It's almost like Guys want to relish in the fact that you're you're playing a big game and you're not getting enough stuff done. It's like shut the fuck up, just like, go play your own game. <laughs> For me, it's the other way. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, this no, is great. You guys, guys are did playing you a huge game. How many how much stuff has gotten? Done? How far what did, did you, you get? Done? It doesn't matter. But uh, I'm yeah. curious. Good point. It's Good a, point. It, it is a constant, a constant question and you're like <laughs> fuck you like how much how many questions have you gotten and you gotten done and your dumb abstracted came about <laughs> lumbering northern california like i don't know so well, okay, we so finished we'll skip that question so we will we will say this initially napoleon looked at the battlefield and said the imperial guard is attacking immediately mm-hmm. so there was no haphazarding around or fucking off and being like, oh, I don't know if we should hold everything went. So all of the Imperial Guard attacked the center of the British line. Mm. Now, historically, I think the young guard held off. Well, historically, I don't think Napoleon did that. But I think later on, uh, some of the young guard went and uh, dealt with the Prussians coming in from Mm -hmm. the right side. Because Waterloo is kind of the battle where uh, it's the French against the English and the Dutch, and then the Prussians start showing up on the flank, and then Napoleon has to start pushing troops off to deal with them. Well, I didn't really care about that. So, because <laughs> we're here for three days to have some fun. That's right. And mm-hmm. why the fuck would I worry about? Oh, I'm gonna husband my reserves. So fuck <laughs> that. Just fucking shove everything in. <laughs> into the breach. So that's what we did. <laughs> and uh, it was fun. I think we had a good time. And, and who'd you uh, play with? I played with, it was myself against uh, uh, Cop Ryan and C-Rack. Nice. And then uh, uh, Rex was there. Rex Gator. Yeah. yeah, Rex was there. I'm trying to think of what my partner was. That's where I get in trouble because I've been drinking. Uh, Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to ask. I didn't, very good. Like, I didn't know we were being fucking interrogated. 
I'm asking present? leading questions. Who did you see there? That's right. <laughs> and what time was this specifically? <laughs> Not quite sure. We'll see. Can anyone verify that you play this game? Yeah, so we did that game. That was fun. Uh, what other games did we do? Let me see. Let did me... you did you end up playing the like bananas ass big miniatures game? Your oh, yeah. the game. Yeah. Oh yeah, we did the we did the War of the Gods. Mm-hmm. We did do that. Let's see. Tell us about that one. Well, it was good. Uh, I would say. I don't know if you want to play at every single convention. I mean, I think there is some fun to it, but I, I, for me, it kind of, it wasn't as fun the second time as it was the first time I played it. So, miniatures are massive. Uh, yeah, it's, it's that ridiculous. game looks bananas. Yeah, it's a Rune Quest thing. So, mm-hmm. shit. I wrote this down. And Dave's all in on Rune Quest. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah, the game is not the 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 setting. Uh, I would say if people want to play RuneQuest for like RPG, I'm your guy because I mm-hmm. I'm into it all through it. I mean, basically, my workouts these days are one hour of cardio. <laughs> all I read is RuneQuest. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's how- and is it? Are you like when you say that? Does that mean like you're reading the the like the rule book or all is the there old like settings, lore? everything oh, all the shit. old news shit like I'm just like it's it's what I do when I'm it's been my thing for getting my I had high blood pressure for a while so I was trying to get it down and uh that's been my doctor was high-fiving me last time like what the nice. fuck did you do like how did you get all your shit she's like what can she said Duck to me people, she goes bitch. she goes what can what can you tell people to I'm like well, I don't know. They want a GM room quest because that's what I've been doing all the time. Is there fiction, Dave? Like, like what's Tons. the fiction? Oh, dude, there's thousands of. Like, it's just yeah, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's out there. Okay. Lorantha. So, I've heard about it. It's classic. It's like it's old school. Yeah, the the best part about uh, RuneQuest, I would say, is the system itself, now that they've refined it, is a really good system, and it's embedded in Glorantha. And Glorantha, mm-hmm. once you go from that, is a system that has – that that's a, a campaign background that has mm-hmm. thousands of pages written about it. But it's not – it shouldn't be intimidating. It's more like everyone's like – it's it's whatever you want it to be. Like, but here's what we've got for you. So there's no true bad guys. There's I would say if someone really wants to know about it, they should I'm gonna be running a Sand Hearts campaign soon. Uh in the Sundown Temple area, and they can sign up for that two or three players and figure it out. Nice. Sounds fun. Because I've already got a regular group. I think we've got like six or seven guys. Who are already doing RuneQuest. And they just shows up at Pavis the City. And if you know what Pavis is, Pavis and the Big Rubble is, then that's <laughs> I more stuff you can is. just you can just do it. <laughs> so I have Dragon Pass. Is Dragon Pass in the in that? Dragon Pass is in that. Uh-huh. Like, there's a war game, Dragon Pass. Mm-hmm. I have the, the war game. <laughs> So, 
Yeah, but so we were talking about the convention. What I yeah, what else, else did you play? Uh, let's see. We did we did a little bit of uh, Bayonets and Tomahawks. But I did that with Ralph. I oh, yeah. Rex. Played with Rex for a bit. Did we but, talk about that before? I, I can't we, remember if we reviewed that we did. or not. I don't think we did. Um, it was really quick. I liked it. Not ready to talk about it, but we played for like maybe a turn or two. Because then Samer was so upset because Samer had brought in all of his uh, Android Netrunner stuff. Oh, that's right. And Samer wanted to play Android Netrunner, and I'd promised him, so then we had to play that game. So, so Samer and I played Netrunner. But you, you, you like that? Did you bring your stuff, or did you just play with his? Well, because he has I, like I, the I, DC. I, or I had my stuff. stuff that I brought. He has all his Nisi stuff, so I just took one of his Nisi starter decks and we just played. It was fun. It was good. I I am resisting getting back into that. Matt and I played that back in the day. Oh, and dude, Android mm-hmm. Netrunner is a great game. It's so good. I just I just know that it's a slippery slope for me. And the Nisi stuff is so good, Jason. Like well, we've got I, like, I think I, the Nisi stuff is also free. Yeah. I bought. So yeah. I think that's another. Well, it it's, you got to print it. You to, yeah. Yeah. Like I got into Lord of the Rings, the card game, and like, oh, I like that. One hundred and fifty dollars later, I'm like, what the? Fu- I haven't even played this yet. What am I doing? <laughs> like, is, is this the one where you do the individual like adventures for Lord of the Rings? Uh, no, it's the living card game, the the current one. So you have like a a deck of three heroes, um, and like the allies and stuff. Right. And it's but, it's great, yeah, but, but, no, but that's my point. You can conquer like different adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't fight like battles with other people, right? The, yeah, I like and game. I, I love it. Game. I love it. It's very good. John actually at the con gave me mm-hmm. a, a box to organize my shit in, which I spent some time this week doing. So and it's the, but you run into the thing, Jason. As they're developing more stuff, you're like, am I missing out? Like, is that a good adventure? Is and that's. That a good- <laughs> Got own it all. I have the same problem. I like it too, yeah. but it's hard. Yeah. It, the, the the good side, the good thing about that is I can play it solo. Although I know if I got into Netrunner again, Matt and I could play. Mm-hmm. Also, by right. the way, in that game, personally, I think solo is way harder than playing with multiple. I think so. Yeah. For Middle Earth, because I play it solo, I'm like, this game is fucking difficult. Like I'm losing like five out of six times. Like I bought a bunch of the second edition stuff too, Jason, before they before they shut the doors on it. So I don't know how the Nisi stuff fits I, I in think, with the second edition. I got I got to look it all up. Well, no, I'm I'm talking just uh, Middle Earth. Mm, oh yeah. yeah. So uh, I think that threat stuff is too hard. Yeah. I think threat is. I think there's too much threat, and I felt like when I was playing like solo against Middle Earth decks, it was it was very tough. So. Yeah, it's a very very hard game. But yeah, I I keep every time somebody talks about the Nisi Netrunner stuff, mm-hmm. I look at it and like ah, because it's not that expensive. It's I don't know thirty bucks for a deck and like ooh yeah. Well, I have all the original stuff, so when uh, Samer would hit me up all the time, I'd be like, "Fuck off!" I have I'm I'm true. You have your fucking Nisi fake shit. <laughs> <laughs> And I just do it to mess with him. So then, when he brought he brought all his stuff, he had the decks, and we played it. It was fun. We had do you time. prefer to play corp or runner? I'm a corp guy. Nice, Jason. You know him. that tracks. Guy. Jason, I was a cop for like fucking twenty four years. <laughs> I know. You that really tracks. think I'd be? I'm a asking runner? for the people. We have listeners. <laughs> 
I've been a cop for 25 years. I think I'd be a corp. Checks out. No, that's good shit. Did you play anything else? Because that was was that Saturday? Bayonets. Uh, our schedule's not up anymore, so it's hard for me to tell. Uh, who else did I play? It should be. Yeah, it's still up. The 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 uh, is, is our dance card still up? Yeah. All right. So, All right, Matt. So go look at my thing. Why, 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 why do I have to do it? <laughs> uh, Napoleon's Eagles. Did you? Did no, you we didn't. We did not play no. that. Nope. I'm intrigued by that game. By the way, it was great though. The problem was, and I explained it to uh, Lawrence. The first time we played it was at a previous convention. I fucking kicked his ass at the mm-hmm. game, and I was like, I think any game after that's going to be a letdown for me. <laughs> you got to ride that high. It looked great. When so, what else do we have up there, Jason? Gerps. Did you play Duck's Gerps game? We did play Duck, Duck. Duck did a good job running Gerps game. We played that. I think that was the first night we were there. Maybe Wednesday night. So he did a good job. Uh, anything else? Uh, and then just Fed Commander. Yeah, it was Fed and that's like your fun. fucking game, right? Like you, RuneQuest, and... Sun County, something or other. Yeah, we didn't do RuneQuest. We okay. didn't do it because I was just like too drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fed Commander has been great, and we've been continuing that uh, for the past months. You guys play every Friday. We do, yeah. I, I, and I, I was kind of prodding Ralph a little bit about this because it was good. Like, it's a good game. I don't see myself playing it every Friday. Like, give me give it. the The other guy, the other one you guys were playing, seemed a little bit deeper from like a almost like a fuel and supply perspective. And I just listened to a few games that you guys played. A Starfire? Yeah. Yeah. That must be it. What, what is it about Fed Commander that, that that's hitting it? Well, I think Fed Commander has, um, tactically, there's more choices you can make as far as twisting or shooting or different moves you're going to make and the way the impulse movements work. I don't think you have that in Starfire. So I think it's a little bit more mature tactically in Starfire. And do you guys just set up like a, like a scenario and just right. yeah, play it out? Oh, okay. So we'll it's not say, like a we'll campaign say, game. No, we'll say it's like these four ships against these five ships. Oh, okay. or you have to, or, and they might say you have to protect this planet or whatever, but here's what we're going to do. Is Starfire Star Trek? No. No. Starfire is the David Drake series. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but well, Fed Commander, what we're playing, is Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when I'm commanding a ship, I'm commanding a whatever. Klingon or it's like I'm something. commanding the Enterprise or something. Mm-hmm. I'm shooting at the other guy. Yeah. So it doesn't have like a background campaign system. You guys are just playing battles. Yeah, we're just, okay. we're just having fun That's playing cool. battles mm-hmm. and but uh, some objectives, and we have we know what we have to do, and um, it's. I'm not a hundred percent. It's balanced. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, like we we were doing a lot of Klingon and Federation stuff, and then we recently brought in the Romulans. Mm-hmm. Romulans have a lot of. They can cloak. They can do a lot of shit that that we're not used to. How do you analog the cloak? Like, how does that work? Do you use counters and yeah they basically the ship will move and then it'll say well now i'm cloaked 
So mm -hmm. there's a phase where they're cloaking, where it's, I think it's, and I'm not an expert at this, but and it suddenly becomes harder to hit them. Mm -hmm. And then they're cloaked, and then you cannot hit them at all. Interesting. So nice. then they race around trying to do whatever they're doing, I guess. Or yeah, it's cool. I, I'm I'm intrigued by by it by Fed Commander. I'm intrigued by impulse well, Fed, games Fed Commander like that. Is a great system because I think it, it lets you do these kinds of like Starfleet battles. We all know Starfleet Battles. It mm -hmm. was a, an incredibly complicated system. Uh, very hard to get into. Very difficult. Um, Fed Commander gives you a very easy way to get into a similar system just to see if you're interested at all in how these different ships would fight each other or the tactics they might use. Because you might be like, I'm trying to move to the to the right because my shields are down on my left. Like mm -hmm. I want to try to move around this way, you know, so you're trying to do this kinds of maneuvers. Um, it's interesting to watch. Is fed commander lighter. Yes. Okay. Oh, right. Oh dude. I think, yeah, I think Federation there's almost battles are like, like Starfleet battles. Starfleet is, is what the one I'm thinking of. Fed commander is the first it, it, it and we play at fleet scale, which mm -hmm. is way lower. So you have squad Fed Commander, you have squadron scale and fleet scale. So we play at fleet scale, but it's even lower. At the con, we played fleet scale. Yep. Okay. And we give you very small ships. Very small ships. Yeah. So that. it's much easier for them to just be killed. And it's, it's a lot about turning mode and judging your speed trying to decelerate or trying mm -hmm. to like, line up your weapons on an enemy. Mm -hmm. That's all the same stuff. To me, it felt like there was a lot of like drone, There's drone stuff going on. Yep. Yeah, drones get fired. They're missiles. We, yeah, they're just missiles, right? I mean, that that's what it seemed like to me as well. Like in, in Talon, those would just be missiles. Mm -hmm. Have you yeah, played I, Talon? I have played Talon. So I would say that I don't think there's much difference, honestly, mm -hmm. between uh, Fed Commander and Talon. <laughs> I think Fed Commander is going to give you more granularity in combat. Probably the way Talon deals with speed and changing of speed and power is a little different, I think, than Fed Commander. But yeah, it was, it was interesting to me. I, I'm not sure I love impulse-based games, but I got to play them a little more to really decide yeah ralph's little cheat sheet seemed very complicated yeah well <laughs> well uh, one at 1.2 and I, I think you just show up for one day and we'll give you a ship yeah they, have, they play every friday yeah yep. it's just free free play everybody just pop in yep. if you want is it on vassal do you guys play on vassal Shh. oh sorry do you, you guys play on yes. the internet uh just let us know and we'll play in the uh okay. is there like some i like the internet there is some, there's stuff that's involved. Good to know. Okay. The internet's a good place. I mean, <laughs> SFB Online. Everyone should play on SFB Online. That's where we play. And uh, But if there's one else to play, we'll see. <laughs> we got a guy. Got a guy. There there are complications, which makes the game even harder. It's, it's, Love it. It's yeah. one of those make dumb your... <laughs> fucking board gaming things. Make, make your like, game harder to play. <laughs> it's like... So less people will play it. Yay! 
It makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah. You're not going to make any more money, I promise. There's a guy in the train game community. It's the same way. You know who you are. Boner. (laughs) Boner. Anything else about the con? It was great. We need more people next year. Super fun. Food continue to be good. Food. You get food to your table. Yeah. Uh, Great drink service. Yep. Um, But the frank, the point is, the venue is has a certain price, and if we don't get enough money to have it there, we won't have it there, and we'll just be somewhere else. So, what so. do we have to do? I mean, is that something we can talk about here? Uh, I don't know, but I think we have to have eventually, as a group, we have to come to Jesus mm-hmm. meeting and talk about what we're going to pay. If guys want to do that, then that's where we're going to well. have it, and they love that. And then... So, it's not the venue to talk about that, but I, w- I want to point out that I would pay more. Fair. And that might be part of it. I think yeah. the guys really love it. We have great service. It's such a great, good, safe, it was good. nice, perfect. Yeah. You, don't, you, you barely have to leave. Like before, we'd have to leave to go eat. At very, I mean, we can leave if we want, but I thought the accommodation was right great. Out the door. I just yeah. want to I get want drunk. To. I just want to get drunk and play a bunch of fucking games and hang out with my friends. Yeah. That's all I want to do. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. I want, you know, I, I want good weight service at the bar. I want, you know. So people, I think people just need to decide, uh, this is what I want to pay for this kind of experience. Well, I think you guys need to let us know what that cost is, and then we well, need to figure out if we can pay I it. Think, I think we can do it. Yeah. Because I can come up with that number in my head, but we'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. There's a number divided by the, the number of attendees. There's, a, there's probably a four on the just, end of that number, but somewhere we'll talk about it later. Just know that for me, it's important enough in my year that I can afford that. Right. And I want to pay that. Okay. So, yeah, so that was mine. So the big thing was that I did, I got to do an actual attack on uh, the center of the British line. At, <laughs> at the convention with all of the Imperial Guard. Because for me, when they said, okay, you have the Imperial Guard, I said, they're all attacking. They're immediately moving. So from the start of the battle until the actual part where we had to stop, which was like noon of that day, I think I don't think Napoleon even declared his attack until around 10 a.m. I'm like, nope, we're attacking. We're all going forward. <laughs> Did you carry your guard battalions around with you in hand during the convention? <laughs> no, I did not. Okay, no. all right. You should have. <laughs> so we did push. So we, the whole idea, though, was we have this good fight, and then we'd be we get along, and then uh, the problem was when we once we got there, we realized, oh, of course, uh, Clash of Arms doesn't have a module for this for Vassal. <laughs> so we had photographed all the units, figuring we're going to mm-hmm. try to convert them over. But again, we're not dealing with like a normal gaming company that would have a Vassal module, so. So Clash of Arms is against Vassal modules? No, they're just, just they don't care. Oh, okay. All right. They're one of these kids. It's just. Did you continue um, after the con? We have on not Vassal? because there's no module for us uh-huh. to put it on. Uh-huh. So it's like, because then you'd have to get all the graphic files and all the stuff for the units. And... Interesting. That sucks. It's and we, and we learned not to ask Dave how far along they got. No, mm. I mean, it's, it's it's no, it's just when you're not dealing with like a professional company. <laughs> so true. I'm sure once Glory and Empire gets gone, I'm sure because yeah. they're probably using, Glory is- and Empire. Honestly, is probably using Vassal to 
for their play testers. Like, yeah, yeah. If you don't have a vassal module, yeah. what the fuck were you using for play testing? Yeah, exactly. Kids? <laughs> well, it's one guy with one play tester, and they're just, they're making it happen. Point. So you're not that's developing, but are you play testing? No, no. Glory no. And Empire. No, because do, just, do it for the cause. Yeah, do it for we'll the see. cause. I, I want to see how the first game comes out. That's fair. That's fair. We do I love lock it. and load, though. Like I'm, I, I didn't. I looked at the box art, and first of all, it's French. I'm not interested. But the box art's not great. But to hear that there's a good designer behind it and get some good pedigree, I, I, I wish them the best of luck. Well, initially, I love that, their cold that, that whole thing. The, the first name they had was on battles, and the first thing I said was, "It's the worst." Oh, name this is that game. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, said, I remember terrible. us talking about and that. That's when I said you should name it a piece of colored ribbon, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they wouldn't name it that. And so we named it Glory and Empire, which is fine. We had like I think we. <laughs> Did like a little survey where we said, "Here's the choices." And... A piece of colored cloth or a piece of colored ribbon is just so good. I know. Mm. PACR. Yeah. Piece of colored ribbon. Yeah. You could. Oh, that would have been game. good. You know what I mean? Like that would have been a good because that's yeah. what Napoleon felt like. It gives the French guys some chance to play. <laughs> 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 They're like, because Napoleon's argument was always like, it doesn't matter what stupid shit these guys are fighting on. If you just give them a little piece of colored ribbon, they'll fight to their deaths. That's so mm-hmm. true. And, uh, so true. But it was like, nope. So I'm like, all right, all right boys. Mm. So. Well, I'm excited for when it comes out. Oh no, Glory and Empire is going to be good. And we did we did do a kind of vote survey, and because uh, I'm like, you have to put something in there about it can't be on battles. It's got to be like yeah, what does that mean? About glory Empire, like we got a bunch of different titles, and uh, that's the one they picked. So I think that's a win for them. So mm-hmm. let's be happy for that. So very cool. So that one happened. Yeah, so I think that's it. I don't know if there was any other experience for me for my. So I'm supposed to be looking at other stuff here for my gaming. Was that you guys can probably maybe tell better than me? What did I? What, I'm sorry. What games did I play in? I think I think that's <laughs> it. <laughs> as far I as I played know. in Labatai MSJ, GURPS, uh-huh. Napoleon's Eagles, which you didn't play, God's <laughs> War, Bayonet Tomahawks, RuneQuest, which you didn't play. Continue to play Labatai. Like, by the way, is it Labatai or Labatai? It's. I've been told it's Labatai. Okay. Labat is, I guess, what the grogs call it. Right, because you don't feel like <laughs> dealing with the L's. Right. It's, a, it's a dead language. doesn't matter. It's a dead language. No one French, speaks French I, anymore. I'm not sure that French is a dead language. No one speaks it. <laughs> Everyone speaks Except English. For all we of generally France. say it's dead. <laughs> so, Freedom prize, baby. So that's it. That's, that's right. I, got. I thought Zoe did a great job. Convention always. Yep. yep. She got. She got uh, promoted at the end of the convention. Right. So. She got. Prom- we actually got our waitress promoted to running yep. the bar. Is yep. that what she's doing now? Yeah, that's what um, she's doing. So uh, she was wearing an AAC Con T-shirt by the end, thanks to uh, Lawrence. So I just think we need to loosen up a little bit. And the bottom line is, if we can't. There's a certain amount of money we need to get this this venue, and mm-hmm. that's what we're yeah. gonna get. And the, our, we're not in the business of losing money every year. 
So we're also not in the business of making money. So nobody think like we're well, we make any money from this. Where? We want to break even and we yeah, want to have a good. great convention. Um and I personally am anti weirdo, but mm-hmm. if it needs to open up so that we can break even, it's gonna open up so that we can break even. Right. Look look, one of my biggest pet peeves in the world is that I have to guess what my tax burden is every year. If the government just fucking told me what my taxes were, I would just fucking pay my taxes. So just tell me what so I have to we'll, pay in order we'll to get have there this and we'll tell you. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, the, and the burden I'm trying to take away from Matt is what he's going to eat for Thanksgiving every year. Yes. yes. So we're no more chicken. Your turkey. If, no if more Matt chicken. Would just, Matt would just come in line, Matt would know what he's eating for Thanksgiving. I get half a vote around here, Dave. That's the, that's that's the reality. <laughs> half oh, a vote. I think if they could see the spread, I think the votes would be pretty strong. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right, so uh, so that that was me. that's what I, I, I tried to do the room quest. I love running room quest for guys, and I encourage guys. I am I actually have a room quest game out right now for a request. Just sending out to guys, uh, trying looking for one or two, maybe three guys to run a, a quick little uh, Sun Dome Temple, uh, Heart of Sandheart kind of cop cops episode. Uh, for that that one, but we'll see how that goes. Cops and Glorantha. Yep. Oh yeah, of course. I, I love it. Every every medieval society needs like <laughs> people, people control. City guards. Dave's Greyhawk character is the sheriff. That's right. <laughs> I, try, I try not to like. I will play be honest. Type. I will. Yeah, I play. I will be honest. I try not to low down too much on that type. Where I'm like, everything I run is a cop adventure. Like, oh, this guy, he beat up his wife. Let's get him. <laughs> like, that's not how it goes, right? No. Uh, I'm trying to like not make them all like that, but th- this one's really good because the sand hearts are. It's an interesting adventure, and it's pre-written, so I don't have to run. It, so. <laughs> Jason, did you play Front Tours Enemy? Did you end up playing that? We didn't, no. No. I played because... Uh, and that's another one I've never played. I'm it, intrigued by that one myself. It's it's really good. But and you know yeah. what else I've never played? 65. Mm. Yeah, that's... I feel like Jason's I, lured me into a bunch of Vietnam games <laughs> I have never I do, found an opponent for. I do like 65. We, we should play that. It's They're both really good. 65 is a little more on... I mean, it's Mark Walker, right? So it's a little bit more on the wow. lock and load side. Wow, good food. Front door enemy is a—I don't know, maybe a little more subtle. They're both really good. I like them. They're—they're they're both fun. Front door enemy is probably the better game, but like sixty-five is maybe the better Vietnam movie. Because front door enemy yeah. is the one where we'd be like fly in on the village mm-hmm. and they have their defenses set up. I, I think like there was a cool we played it, right? I we have played that, a couple right? of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one we we have to try that. We'll do that at a convention. That's we'll a napalm in the morning type game. Yeah. It, okay. They're that's both right. solid. I like, I think like Charlie doesn't surf. It's like a Charlie right. doesn't surf type feel you, to it. Yeah. We're yeah. Like, surf that shit. Man, this really feels like they're coming <laughs> in on this village. <laughs> and some of the scenarios in in uh front door enemy aren't great but some of the good ones are really 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 good it's funny because this year i ask a lot of folks like what their favorite systems were and a lot of people said vietnam like it's fucking yeah systems or period no systems and and i'm talking about the gmt like oh no that's a great game though dude yeah they they did a great job i mean actually mike and i 
uh, Hollywood, mm. we were uh, trying to like refit our old system where, frankly, I think I kind of run them a little bit as a VC. Mm-hmm. Mike was in trouble. So we tried to, they have a really good new Voss, Vassal module and uh, we, we were like, fuck it. So he just reset the whole thing. So uh, we, we, we built it. It's awesome. Newest Vassal module. Mike was laying it. Mike's looking at trying to put all his Arvin guys. He's like, <laughs> I don't think I have enough Arvin guys to guard all the spots. I'm like, yeah. That's the point. <laughs> that's what that's fucking deal, dude. That's how the game works. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, but you have these... So you have like six uh, Marine battalions that the Nang. I'm sure they're going to fix that whole fucking problem. It'll be here. fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> and the last time we played, his fucking uh, SVN cooed on the first fucking turn. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, they fucking had a coup. So he's like already nervous. We haven't got, I, have, I now have to put out my North Vietnamese guys and VC and all that shit. Uh, but I'm like waiting because it was so good last time when he could. I was like, it was hard because it, it was a little bit hard because it was his first time playing. Uh, but I was like, he had to laugh. Fucking straight up coup right away. Yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> it's such a good game. Yeah, so we're doing that. That's when I'm doing a Vassal. So. Nice. What else are you playing, Dave? Uh, let's see. I got we, I told you we're doing feder. We do federation commander, basically like scrambles. We're doing tactical fights every weekend, so that's the way to do it. Friday night federation, right? So if you want to come in and jump in on that, that's what we're doing. Let's see what else I got. Uh, so Pacific War. Mm. How's that? Okay. Going? All right. So. Some of the stuff we have to talk about, but some of the stuff I have to get a drink. Okay. Okay. Can, can we get a drink and come back? We can get a drink and come back. And the, dude, there is so much shit going on that's like <laughs> I'm here some, all night. And some people might be like, Dave's obviously too drunk to talk more about wargaming. Nope. No. Nope. Not, not even a little bit. Pacific War at right. this point. Because <laughs> when when I'm drinking, I have a full cocktail and a giant <laughs> mug of water. So we'll hit this. Let's get some drinks and then we'll come back and I'll go over all my stuff. Perfect. Got all it, right, boys. back we're back i'm back all right so i was talking about what i've been playing right? yeah uh i've been doing space corp mm. oh nice gmt game solo nice solo module i really like it it's it's fucking strong like honestly i like I'm not sure if I'm a good space corp player or not, but like I don't know if I can beat this a little much. <laughs> it, it can get a little depressing. Uh, so we then also ran a and space corp basically is your like a corporation trying to launch out into space, and the idea is there's three eras like mariners, planeteers, and starfarers. Like it attracts you as you go out from like your solar system to pass the asteroid belt and then out into stars as far as what what it's trying to do with you. I thought it's, it's a pretty decent, uh, it's a Butterfield system. Uh, Mm -hmm. 
I thought his solo system was pretty solid because it did whip my ass. Um, later on, I played with uh, some friends uh, who remain nameless. And I was like, yeah, it's really easy to play. And I got so drunk, I couldn't even play it. <laughs> so it happens. Like, we've all been confident. And then other stuff comes up in your life. And, you know, you're like, I've got a Sunday night Space Corp game. And I'm like, shit, I can fucking drink this drink because it's Space Corp. How hard is that going to be? It's not like Labatai, but it was too much. <laughs> so. What's the gist of Space Corp? It's uh, corporations trying to... Uh, basically launch expeditions out in the space and profit from them. Okay. So it's not a conquest type of deal, but you know, you're trying to do like, uh, it's card play. And so, uh, certain cards, you'll have cards that, uh, allow you to maybe move or like you have teams that can go out you have little space teams that can go out and do things. Uh, and you'll have cards that let you do that. Uh, you also have an infra, you have a corporation track, Corporation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can put those cards on the corporation track, so that way, like maybe you have a on the on your corporation track, you have like a plus two move from a card. So your next team that goes out, then all your teams benefit from that extra move from your track, like because you've instead of playing that card, you basically put it on your infrastructure. Like maybe you built an extra. Okay like big spaceship or, or a launcher. The kicker is for the game that's interesting is corporations can use your infrastructure. Mm. So when you build like a, a plus two move type of infrastructure on your, your corporation, your one of your opponents can use it. You get a benefit, which is then you get to draw another card. Okay. So it's it's kind of like interesting where you're like, like you can build a really great system like the bean pole or something to get out to space, but other guys can use it. But you you then benefit from that side of it. So it's cool. I think it's a really cool game. And is it set up to where you can play those three like eras separately? You the three eras play. First one is uh, Mariners, and once someone reaches, I think the uh, the asteroid belt, then there's a finish, and then they, yeah, you can just play all the way through. Oh, um, cool. Three eras. Interesting. Very cool. Like in Starfarers, they're building colonies. It's it's a fucking super cool game. Again, GMT product, fantastic quality. I recommend a buy, even if you're not, if you're like, mm, not sure, dude, you'll be able to sell it to somebody, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a great game. Mm, I, I, I like point. it. And it no, not really warfare oriented at all. And so you're finding resources like certain systems allow you to explore. You can get on there and try to explore, but you have to have an explore card. So your all your play is based off card play. Are you playing with the expansion ventures? Ventures allows you to have different types of corporations. Okay. So some corporations will have uh, intrinsic infrastructure like. Like, for example, um, an, a normal corporation in the game will be like plus two, like two research and uh, one move. So you can say, well, right away, I'm going to do two research. Two research allows you to pull two cards, I think, mm-hmm. out of the deck. 
some corporations off ventures will be like build their their infrastructure might be different or they might have different rules like you can't do this unless so the the ventures expansion basically changes in in, in normal uh uh, space corps <laughs> and normal space corps uh, all the companies are the same everyone has the same like tableau is that mm-hmm. what it's called is that what we call it for you douchey fucking euro gamers <laughs> you have a tableau right the cards right. in front of you yeah, yeah we call that's it right you knew, fucking, you, fuck you knew the term you fucking you knew the tags. term you knew the <laughs> Alright, so you have the thing where you stick your fucking cards because you can't keep track of them, you fuckwads. And, uh, and so in this game, there's a variety of douchey cards plays. This game that you love. Is he trashing on us, no, the Euro gamers, or I the game that he loves? I can't tell. I'm trying to discourage your I'm trying to discourage Euro gamers from playing Space Corpse. <laughs> And ruin it. And by the way, escape Space Corps. Because hey, you're not Euro gamers. Corpse. We're Omni gamers. Dude. <laughs> we're all, all games. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a win. I'd like, I'd rather semi gamers. <laughs> the older I get. Yeah, so, so that's the idea, though. I mean, so the Ventures is cool because it gives you a bunch of different companies that you can run. Uh, so you can choose like a cloning company that maybe mm. does research better or, and there's genetics changes you can make to your species as you explore later on. Cool. It's cool. So I think, I think if you're interested, like, cause initially I was always like space corp, like, fuck, I don't, it's this, I thought it was, I'll be honest. I'll, I thought it was 18 X space. <laughs> fuck off. Like, I don't want to buy that. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't, I don't want some stock game about fucking developing Mars or some shit like that. But this is not that at all. It's it's cool. And the fact that it comes with a really robust uh, solitaire component. So Jason can play every Saturday and Sunday morning while waiting for Newcastle's results to come in <laughs> and, uh, and be like, I'm losing. Like, why am I not beating this game? I get the impression, Jason, that like Dave's the kind of guy that plays for safety next X and go, holy shit, what the fuck have I been doing for all these years? <laughs> what am I missing now? Go, oh my god, what has in. happened? That's Where have I, you been all my life? It just takes a taste. I, want, I, don't, I don't need the pure China. It's nope. free. The first one's free. <laughs> yeah, but my point is, this is a great game. I think it's really fun. It's especially it's great solo. I think the solo engine is very strong. Every yeah, card in the game has a solo response at the bottom because it's Butterfield, right? So yeah, it's, makes sense. It's all good. Yeah, uh, but there the solo is aggressive. So you'll be like, "Fuck!" So then, after a while, I'm playing solo. You'll be like, "I need to find some other guys to play with because there's no way they're as smart as this fucking solo machine." <laughs> <laughs> it makes up a chance to win. <laughs> yeah, I got wins. I got some wins. <laughs> so that that that's the the first one I've been playing, and then I got that scheduled for tomorrow night. So based on how drunk I am tonight, I'm sure that's going to go great. Uh, let's see. Then Space Infantry from Lock and Load. Oh, wow. Nice. Oh, wow. Blast from the Classic, Past. Classic, yeah. Blast from the Past. Still a good game. I am uh, bringing it back. You know, there's a lot of solo games. We'll play it and bring it back, and I'm going to bring it back and see how it's going. I think Love they've it. got an expansion coming out soon, too. 
So Resurgence. that game is so good. They did a strategy game for it. I don't know it did real well, but I might we might have to give it some love. Maybe they can send us a couple copies and we can check it out. <laughs> Review copies. Yeah. Uh but I, I do like Space Infantry. I've always liked it, but it's one of these where you have so many different games coming in and playing your playing stuff and um and I'm sure some of you guys are sitting at home with no friends to play with, and you're like, yeah, I don't understand that. Um, but yeah, it was one of those where Space Infantry, but, I, but looking back on it, I started going back through some of my solo games because I was also going back in on Fields of Fire. Yeah. And I, the third edition rules came out, which I think are pretty solid. They're online at GMT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got the Arden version, the bulge version of uh, Fields of Fire with new terrain cards. Guys in snow. I'm like, fuck yes. I'm into that. <laughs> and then the last one we're doing is uh, Pacific War. Mm. So this is the old Mark Herman game. Uh, the argument has been that uh, the new version they've done where you have uh, like battle scale, campaign scale, has actually not been as good as the original rules. So guys <laughs> I've played with have complained that actually it's more confusing than it was before. So we're trying to do like a Coral Sea battle, uh, PD and I, uh, with Pacific War from Mark Herman and mm-hmm. GMT. The, the game, the components are great. Uh, it's confusing. I mean, old Dave is on there uh, for an hour every day trying to keep his blood pressure low <laughs> and uh like like i try i can read so much runequest stuff but uh, the pacific war stuff started to get me worked up so i had to switch back over to uh prax <laughs> nice in the city of pavis for a while because it was just too much for me um but yeah it's we'll see um the one thing i really think is interesting about these games is um for me and this is me being a sci-fi naval guy mm. These games have a lot of components that could be used for a really great campaign system for uh, sci-fi naval, like like collapsing, like they have this telescoping type of time system. Oh, interesting! Pacific War that's really good. Uh, detection mm-hmm. systems that are really good. You know, remote scouts that are really good. Uh, they use all that for Pacific War. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this could be used for my <laughs> Starfire system. And then I could actually have some good Starfire battles, but whatever, we'll see. So, but that's it. We're working through, we're working through Pacific War. It's a great game and it's a classic. Yeah. And I have it. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm it's intimidating, intimidated dude. by it. If you yeah, start to play it. it, if you yeah. start to play it, the, 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 the bottom line is the engagements are easy fights. Just straight shooting. Just mm-hmm. get used to the rule. We did an we did an engagement in the CBI, and then we did we started trying to do a battle in the Coral Sea, and that's where Pete and I are right now. Where we're trying to get a feel for uh, how the all the time scale works and all the searching works, and it's it's not easy to figure out. And we did Coral Sea too, frankly, because. Coral Sea is the one that's described play by play in the mm-hmm. in the playbook, so we can be like, if you can't figure out what you want to do now, maybe you should do exactly what they did in the playbook. <laughs> so, but Pacific Ward looks fantastic. Again, just like Empire of the Sun, the guy is. It's a great game, but it's mm-hmm. you got to really get yeah. into it to play it. 
Patrick recommended Shattered Sword to me at the uh, at the con, and I would like to recommend it to everyone if they haven't. It's Battle of Midway. Oh, the book, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. the book is fantastic. Yeah. Is that is that Japanese or U.S. version? Uh, Japanese. I mean, it's told from the Japanese side, yeah. uh, using using like uncovered Japanese scholarship, etc. Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's really yeah. intriguing. Because that's the version you want. Because we yeah. we've been fed the U.S. version yeah. for a long time. Yeah, it's it's well worth your time. Shattered Sword, I believe, it's called. Yeah, so I would definitely say if guys on a Pacific War, that's a mm-hmm. must buy to grab that. So that's it. So I'm doing this. I'm, ba- I'm basically getting, I'm trying to get back into like some of the uh, solo stuff. You know, I'm trying to like it. Like I said, I. Yeah, I, Space I, Infantry is like an old classic. Yeah. Well, I did, I did that's space, good to hear. I, I did Space Corp. I had Space Corp on my shelf forever. I'm like, God, it's got a solo. So I did it and then I was like, you know, I want to get some other guys to play it. So now Sunday, uh, Duck, Gersh, uh, PD, or PDA, and I are gonna, all going to play Space Corp. So nice. That's, cool. that's great. It's a good crew. Space, but Space Infantry can also be played one-on-one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. And, and the thing I like about Space Infantry is it's kind of like uh, – the options are unlimited. Like there's tons of different races. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Might suck. Field of Fire though is fantastic. Still loving that. But the learning curve is tremendous. But we'll see with third edition. So. I'm excited to try third edition. Oh, a game we didn't talk about that we did play. Uh, early's right in the bar. Trick shot. Mm. Oh, nice. I just backed the most recent version of that. I'm oh, dude, for it's it. fucking yeah. fantastic yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're insane for not actually doing a soccer version because mm. I think they could bend their brains a little bit and figure out how to turn it. I get the the blue line doesn't move in <laughs> soccer. But uh, you know what I mean? Like that the, the blue line issue needs to be fixed. But I think they could, if they had just done soccer, they would have probably sold Probably, yeah, yeah, but, but trick shot is fucking bananas. Great game, and, and I, you have I, the you have the version with the minis and the whole bit, right? I have the original, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back the minis version myself, so and I'm, I'm not doing the upgraded cards because I want the I like the way the line cards work now. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All right, boys. Nice, Matt. You playing anything? Uh, I've got I'm poor reviews. Setting up the Battle of Molwitz on the table oh, right now. B-A-R. So yeah, BAR. Um, I've got Fontenoy on its way, which I probably will pull Molwitz and put Mel on the table. Melee, Mel, I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't my French is horrible. I think, I think it's Mel. Mel on the table. Only because the primer uses the Mel is it, map. Is it yeah. is it a primer or primer? primer? Uh, it's a it's a primer <laughs> so, for me. <laughs> so the primer uses Mel. So I'm gonna, you know, I want to work through the primer. So uh, when that comes, I'll I'll probably clip it and and set that up and work through the primer. The primer's fantastic, by the way. Mm-hmm. Really good. The bar, the all the the bar experience is really good. So now, far are for you me. doing are you doing the the primer with the counters, or are you just yep. reading it? No, with counters. So. 
Because so my approach is generally drinking a full glass of whiskey <laughs> and just reading it and then being like, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> well, you, you get to the you, you get to the exercises, and the exercises are like, okay, read this section of the rules, then come back and read the primer. Do and they tell you to stretch? Is there any stretching at all? Yeah, but... there, there's a lot of like hand stretching and some really interesting lower calf stretching, which I, I don't know exactly what that's going to do for me, but I'm, I'm in. <laughs> You're welcome at any Thanksgiving dinner at our house. <laughs> I like the prep. So I've got that, and uh, Jason and I are going to play Men of Iron here at some point. So I'm Fucking I've been man. reading reading that. I'm super excited about that. Um, uh, yeah. So so Matt, what appeals to you about the BR? You like the orderliness of it all? I feel I, like I feel like you're a tidy guy. So, so you want you want to keep your lines smooth and like <laughs> yes, the formations what, are good. Is? The counters are gorgeous. The whole game is just gorgeous on Cause, the map because napoleon's like the, the napoleonics is more like cavalry charging through <laughs> scattering everyone i feel like you like the or you like an orderly I do. battlefield the, the slow march towards one another you know i mean napoleon construction yeah that extra maneuver i don't know about that i just want to walk into the constant fire of the guns and you we know. reach we reach volley distance we salute you <laughs> we're going to exchange volleys at this exactly. point yeah. exactly there's rules <laughs> <laughs> the biggest the biggest military innovation is is metal ramrods instead of wood ramrods so right. you know i'm, I'm pretty that's excited right. about that <laughs> that's right that's good <laughs> so i'm digging that um that, that I, i'm kind of in a 1700s uh kick this year um which is great because it's literally everything it's all the revolutions it's age of sale it's bar it's um, I'm super interested in the lace war stuff that uh, that that some of the guilds working on. I'm kind of haunting that that uh, that thread. I'm, I'm intrigued by that that system an awful lot. Oh, like the you're talking about like the deep strategy yep. stuff those guys yep. have. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's fascinating to me. So and, that's, you know, that's I, way off for me. That's way off in the, to the print and play universe. I'm not sure <laughs> how that works or what what they're doing. So they're doing that, and then you know I also want to kick around some ASL this year. So we'll do um, it. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. That's going to be our commitment. Okay. We're going to play some ASL. Good. I want that. That'll be really fun. We'll, we'll just find a nice quick. Yeah. You it's tell me like what the best place to start is. In German, our, in Russia, German, yep. U.S. Some yep. of those are quick, quick scenarios. Yeah, I've got, I've got Beyond Valor, Yanks, and for oh, King Country. Fine. So I got most of the core stuff. That's so plenty. We can probably find yeah. yeah. All right, Jason, what about you, brother? Uh, Paul and I are playing Vietnam campaign. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where are you at? Uh, turn three, I think. Uh, Wait, I thought we weren't month. supposed to ask that shit. I don't know what, I don't know what turn three means. Turn I'm so three, confused. Turn three doesn't mean anything. We're in uh, winter, spring, summer of 65, I guess. Okay. Something like that. When would uh, you play? Just, you just Jason? Always. Always the communist. Now, how's it looking for you? Do you feel comfortable? I'm feeling comfortable. I mean, we just started. I he hasn't yet shot himself in the foot, and I I haven't either. So I think we're we're doing all right. Uh, Backdoor and I all of November have been playing Second Fleet. They're reviewing okay. that, so wow. we've been playing Second Fleet. Oh, so you're basically playing for them so they can compete with us for board game reviews. That's right. I'm sure there's a lot of competition. <laughs> uh, I'm super intrigued by these games, by the way. 
Fleet is I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Fantastic. Mm. Uh, and then um, the Elder Jed and I need to finish up our GCACW game, and I just actually reached out to Jack. I, at some point in 2022, I put a reminder in my phone on this date to reach out to Jack and say, hey, we should play GCACW next year. Mm. So we're going to get some some Jason Jack time set up for next year. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Who are you playing those line of battle games with? Uh, nobody. I've, I've, I've never played line of battle. Well, slot me in because I'm, I'm interested. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. have to figure it out. But yeah, yeah. We, can, we can make that work. Yeah. Like the Civil War line of battle? Yeah. Yeah, I have uh, I have two of them. It's it's on my list to play, but I just yeah, default good, back good, to good, good luck with that one, Matt. I don't think that one's going <laughs> to Well, there were, there were a couple of folks. Years. So I asked everybody all, all con, like, what their favorite systems were, right? And Line of Battle came up fairly consistently. Bar came up a lot. Labatal, obviously, came up a lot. But I Line think, of Battle came up a lot. I think Dave's telling you to play with those people instead of playing oh, with me. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. <laughs> the, idea of, the idea of you playing that with Jason, that's never going to happen. I'm we'll figure it out. Right there. No. It could It could happen. I would bet, I would bet a large amount true. of money. I'd bet a large <laughs> amount of money. That, that is max match. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's probably, a big scale, pretty big scale game. I don't yeah. think that's that at all. <laughs> Jason's a dum-dum. Oh, stop. No, I don't think that's the problem. I think it's just you're not going to commit to running such a game. Yeah. <laughs> but we can play GCSW anytime mm-hmm. you want. I'm down for that. I'm down for yeah. that. It fits. And even, uh, like, frankly, with Matt wanting to get into ASL, mm-hmm. I think that as long as somebody is willing to buy it, I'm willing mm-hmm. to pay, play it. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll. Does that include ASL? I would play ASL. I've played it with oh, Dave. I played. I played it once or okay. twice. All right, all right. I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing the heavy lifting on that relationship. Like that's so. Now I'm coming <laughs> in as the savior here for ASL. No, I, know, I think Thanksgiving all, I think all along. ASL. I think if, all along Matt has wanted to play ASL, and you've never actually. In, understood that that's one of his needs. <laughs> Matt, I see you and I'm here for you. Thank you. Right. Thank It'll you. be easy. Thank It'll you. be Thank fine. You. We'll have a good game. I'll send you something. Um, I don't, I, I'm not going to make it all dramatic like Jason would. It'll be fine. I'll send you I, a quick email message. I ordered uh, I ordered um, Red Barricades while we were talking. So. Oh, nice. That's well, like that podcast kind of at its best. I'll, I'll back up that kind of commitment. That's good. <laughs> So do we have anything else we're going to talk about? Or we I think Matt wanted to review something. Oh, fuck yes. Are we far enough? I mean, I, I'm good to oh, not. Oh, no. I'm sure we're far <laughs> enough in. We're far enough in. Yeah, we're 340 in. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm willing to allow that to, to happen on my next Next appearance. Okay, yeah, that works. My no, next appearance. No, we're fine. fine. No, we can do a review. I don't, I don't know how fine I am. Oh, you're worried about the review. <laughs> review quality. <laughs> What, what about good quotes, Dave? And so, I'm sorry. What was the game? Um, I had a I had a series. I was going to do Granada, probably, or Verdun, um, or Shores of Tripoli. Actually, you, you sound fine to me, dude. Do I? All right. Yes, you're uh, fine. I'm pulling fine. it off. I'm pulling yeah. it off. So, so Granada. Let's do Granada. How about that? And and so what's Granada? Tell okay. me about it. So Granada is a block war game. 
um, in the same family as Sakikahara. And now uh, this is like a serious, like same family, like the same yeah. producer, same designer. No, so n- different designer, but uh, clearly accredited in the rules mm-hmm. as Sakikahara is the spiritual um, inspiration. Like ins- inspiration for, for it. Right. Got it. Right. And it's Compass Games. Um, so the boxes, box art's particularly well designed, in my opinion, and uh, they don't put their corporate logo too large on the front. No, so, sorry. I can't say with a straight it's, face. It's pretty large. <laughs> it's massive. So the, <laughs> so the hyster- his- hysterical, historical situation is... Uh, Reconquista. So it's it, it, it's the Reconquista. Um, it's it's so the full name of it is Granada Last Stand of the Moors, fourteen eighty two to fourteen ninety two. So some English tourists might be shocked to know <laughs> that they weren't always going to be able to holiday down in Spain. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, they could. It might just yeah. I was I just, surprised to realize how long the Moors held this much of of Spain. Sure. Uh, for as long as they did. So the Reconquista is definitely a. Something I didn't know a lot about prior to playing the game. Um, so well, that's it, good, it's good, though. That's great. Yeah, like you yeah. learn a little bit about history. Excellent. The the rule book. That by the way, on that note, the the historical notes in the in the um, rule book are fantastic. Great. Uh, do a great job. Now I've since bought a few books since we've been back that that I think will flesh it out a little bit. Um, so Sakikahara already has fortifications, um, but. This adds actual castles and strongholds, and it okay. also adds naval movement, which Sakikahara doesn't have any, any naval anything. Okay. Um, art's fantastic. The art's really good. Very, very good medieval style um, uh, paintings. Um, maps, fantastic. And you, uh, you've played Sakikahara. Yeah, many times. Yeah, I like Sakikahara. So you have, top you have, five you'll have some opinions about mm-hmm. what the differences are between yeah. that game and this game. So I'll tell you what they are. Um, it's not nearly as tight. Sakikahara is a very a very well-designed game. Um, I, I think that both sides can win fairly equally. I'm not 100% sure. I've got, now, to be fair, I've got a I've got several more plays of Granada that I've got to get under my belt before I can right. truly say whether it's balanced or not. Skigahara is balanced, I think, and very pure, like the beginning type of game in a game family tends to be. Um, Granada adds a little bit more chrome. Um, it is gorgeous on the table. Absolutely beautiful to, to look at. Um, I love the bits and the pieces. Uh I like the stickering. the The component quality is excellent. Okay. Um, Gameplay is, 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 is good. It the same suit match. Yes, exactly the same thing. So you so you play. So the way Skigahar works is you've got stacks of units, and you play cards out of your hand that match symbols on the units that allow them to activate during the combat. Exactly the same in Granada. Um, obviously, different different units, but uh, um, the way it works is the same. Even now, like the leader deploys yep. for free. The, yep. Yep. There's there's more special yep. units. It's not just like our guns and cav. Yep. And Sakikahara has this deal where you can sway, um, you can sway a unit away from your opponent onto your side during battle. Right. And I right. forget what the term is they use. Loyalty, baby. Loyalty. That's right. Loyalty. Get some. Loyalty. Yep. <laughs> In Granada, That's where they Jason have... fucks me every single time. <laughs> 
in the loyalty department. Yeah, loyalty. He fucks me on the loyalty card. Granada uses morale, which is a very similar uh, mechanic to the loyalty, uh, but it obviously applies more like morale does. So, in essence, the the units um, they don't switch sides, but they become ineffective okay. during that battle because their their morale is because you play a morale card they against them. They basically don't participate. Right. right. Exactly right. They don't participate. Yeah. And instead of flipping sides like they do in Sakikahara, they just don't participate in the battle. Yeah, take that lesson, Japanese, you traitorous <laughs> bastards. <laughs> so I would recommend it. Um, I'm super interested to see how Bear Trap plays because it's the same designer in the system. Um, I think Granada's worth it. Again, I don't know how many plays there are in this box so i will say your mileage may vary i think there's at least a few more plays in this box for me um and it's also might be a game you could just pick up and show someone and say hey you want to try yeah. a game and just play that with them well it i think it's going to lure you, people in dave do you think it's it, so do you think pretty. it plays quicker than seki yuhara no 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 okay so plays faster than than okay. granada does in my opinion because i don't think seki yuhara plays really fast I think it can. Yeah, it's like two and a half, yeah. three hours, and and this is probably like three to three and a half. It's well, much longer. The Horus game is kind of like, hey, let's get the band on the road. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah. whole point of Sekihara. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's get everybody going towards the capitals. Right. So I tell you another thing that that I don't like about Granada in relation to Sekihara is the way the blocks are shaped in Sekihara. They're, they're rectangular and they stack on literally right. stack on top of one another. Yes. They and, don't and... Granada is standard blocks. No, um, like no. one inch by one inch blocks. No, that's a yeah. mistake. Yeah. I think it is too, frankly. The nice yeah. thing is you can make those kind of walls out of the Sekihara mm-hmm. blocks. So that's, yep. Yeah. And they're easy to maneuver, you know, with, with Granada blocks, you're like, gathering them together as a group of blocks, not a stack of blocks exactly. So, yeah. yeah I agree with that I, criticism. I think that's yeah. my own, that was my only criticism yeah. of, of playing it is the, the functionality of those blocks mm-hmm. was, was mm-hmm. a real hindrance, but everything else is really, really solid. Sakikahara is very elegant. Like the, the game itself is a very elegant game and, and it's very well designed. Granada uses the system in an interesting way with an interesting historical period, but it's but it lacks the elegance, I think, that yeah. Sakigahara has. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Good. So that's it. That's my... Um, do you have a we, rating for it? Do we do stars? How, what, what's the rating system I'm using here? Well, I don't know. What are, out of 10. And then out beers. of 10? Yeah. This is probably a 7 out of 10 for me. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And then how many beers could you say you could drink and drink mm. still? Mm. Still play it. Sounds like a lot because it. Yeah, it's not beer and pretzels. I mean, this is no like, this is no like. um, I'm trying to think of another beer and pretzels war game. Um, It's no uh, quartermaster general, (laughs) but it's uh, uh, this is probably what's the most number of beers that you could play a war game. What's the most beers you could drink? Well, I drink. We we drink. Mitch and I drank twelve beers each, and then. Tried to play Seki Hara. That didn't oh, very well. How'd that go? Not well. Yeah, this is probably a five beer game. I think it, I think it's a one to ten scale. <laughs> yeah, this is probably a five beer game <laughs> for everybody's self. Yeah, only because there's a lot of there's a lot of like there's a lot of exceptions to the rules. So I think I think five's probably about where I where I'd put it. 
Very good. That's solid. Yeah, it's a fun game, though. I'd, I'd really recommend it to anyone that's interested. I mean, most of us don't play our games more than three or four times anyway, so, you know, it's like the few acres of snow thing. Like, I get it. The the hammer exists, but most of us aren't going to play it enough to ever get to the point where that matters. It's a fun game. Well, good. Yeah, yeah. it's very fun. I agree. All right, I Jason, to... where are you at? I don't, I don't have anything. Nothing? All right, let me see what I got. I don't have it. I don't have a review. I've been playing old shit over and over again. I, I want to play Fleet. I want to play Men of Iron. I want to play Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I want to play GCACW. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think I'm done. All right, that's it, boys. All right, nice. well done. We can <laughs> Thank all you go to bed. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> we'll have to go to bed. <laughs> Thanks for finally being on. Yeah, it was super fun. I, it was not as intimidating as I thought it was going to be. Like, why, why? Why would you think it would be bad? The just the the quiz, honestly, Dave. It was the quiz that 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 worried me. <laughs> well, don't worry because we only got three right. I, so if, if we got like seven right. What seven are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> oh please! <laughs> that was all you. Like, did six, we get you seven? Yeah, it was seven. I got Immelman. That was the only one. I barely <laughs> believe we got that many right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I really, had Matt. Fun. Always invited for Thanksgiving dinner. Thanks, so We will give you a a, a big time great meal. If you ever want gonna, to come out, I'm going to take you up on ASL too. Fuck I, dude. I really, yeah, I want to. Dude, get you. it's it's Missouri in November. I no know. one ever fucking reserves any hotel rooms. Out there. I know. But I know. by the way, by it's the like way, four dollars. You're going to have to reserve a hotel room because I'm not letting you stay at my house. Uh, but I but fair. I will uh, you don't know tell me. you a great hotel near me <laughs> that you can stay at. It's like a block away. It's Every fair. Time. You don't know me until we get to know each other. I, no, I even, stay then, in a hotel. even then, probably not. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, so Dave will let his mom stay with him. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. That's right. I, I did not, and I did not. <laughs> what do I uh, What do I do with this recorded file that's about to be generated? If I need it, I'll let you know. Okay. All right. So I click stop. And then it stops. That's right. Okay, that's what it just did. <laughs> All right. Stop. Okay, good. Good shit. All right. And then that's if it. you need it, let me know. Yep, we'll do. All right, fellas. All right, Thanks so much. Yeah, Matt, great episode. That, that was thanks, good Matt. shit. Yeah. I like the We lot. didn't quite break the record, but we're we're close. No, What's the record? It, Four and a half hours. It, oh, it, shit. That's not a record you want to break. <laughs> you did a great job. No, this is plenty <laughs> long. This is thanks, Matt. This is perfect. Awesome. I really like it. Appreciate it. It's good conversation. Take care. Good night. Bye. Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com. You will never walk alone. You can always reach me. You will never ever walk alone.